1: Welcome to the sound
0: of Universal Broadcasting Network. I've
2: been locked out A
0: mix of today's hits and hard-to-find
2: favorites. Combined with the most entertaining and intriguing talk
1: anywhere. This is your sound. This is the sound of Universal Broadcasting
2: Network at UPNRadio.com. Alright, alright. Welcome to Mostly Sports. A little bit of a late start today. That's because we are so excited to be doing a show today. You're probably wondering why. It is because Wimbledon started a few hours ago, and Jay and I can't wait to talk about it for the entire two hours. All two hours. Tennis. What do you think? You think they're buying it? Yeah, I think they're absolutely buying it. What else is there going on in the sports world?
1: You're We're, freaking excited,
2: bro. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I wore these for you today to show you.
1: What do you got? Oh, my God. That's not, I, I have no comment. Laker Any, shorts. Anybody not watching the live stream, Mike has Laker shorts on. Where did you find those? Like, game shorts. Laker the shorts. abomination of those shorts.
2: They're, oh, those they're are nice. terrible. Those are so nice. Where did you get those? Oh, dude, I've had these forever. Have you really, Just waiting? Waiting yeah, for the day to break them out? for LeBron. Uh, I think I got them for Father's Day like five years ago. Okay. Uh, along with a pair of Knicks shorts that, shockingly, I haven't worn really at all. Uh, they're game shorts. They're good.
1: Are you going to announce your uh your love for the Lakers today? We no. talked about it. So like on the no. show you 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 got rid of the Jets and you adopted the Rams. You're getting rid of the Knicks. I was on the phone with you last night. Your daughter was on the phone. You had her yeah. yelling Go Lakers. How about that LeBron? <laughs> so is there no shame to your game, bro? You're just jumping bandwagon to bandwagon, huh?
2: Not jumping bandwagon. To bag. A lot of a lot of different emotions flying around. Me and Rob did start a Knicks support group last night. Okay. Because well well that's such a secondary tertiary story I mean that's not even worth bringing up how we just feel like we're missing the party
1: um everybody's missing the party that's
2: the point there's going to be there's got to
1: be a lot of a backlash and a lot of hate for what lebron just did
2: i mean yes you were, no. you were
1: saying to me you were pissed off about it
2: i my first instinct was I was a little pissed i was like all right i kind of got to root for lebron now but i'm like but i'm not really a laker fan yeah because i enjoy the lakers uh, We'll get into all this stuff throughout the entire show. We've been here long enough to care, I feel like. For sure. Okay? The Knicks, uh, you have something to look forward to in Philly. Yeah. I'm I'm a diehard Yankee fan through and through. But I really like it when the Dodgers are good. Okay? Okay. Uh, That's just simple. People can hate that. You know, whatever. I enjoy it when the Lakers are good. I'm glad they got Lonzo. It's fun, man. It's a a soap opera.
1: (laughs) For the time being. For the time being. For the
2: time being, they have Lonzo. Um... It's 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 funny, dude. The wave of emotions that came on for me, I was like, oh shit, LeBron's coming. I don't I don't know if I like that, but now we get to enjoy it a little more. Uh, but it's the Lakers. Uh, I don't know. It, you know, it's 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 gonna be fun for those of you that have been living under a rock or been asleep for the last what sixteen hours. LeBron has decided to come to LA. Four years, player option after the third year, for the max it'll be what thirty on average about thirty three per year or something. Yeah um and it has shen- sent shockwaves through the sports world why though why, why the shockwaves i had a lot of people text me wow 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 because he's the biggest but
1: star you knew the this biggest was celebrity. celebrity do you say that when the sun rises in the east no like you know what's gonna happen
2: we knew he was going to the lakers but we also knew paul george was going to the lakers yeah but that paul george happen. doesn't move that, the that needle. was a, that was a little bump before this to say oh my god wait whoa is he is he is maybe philly What is Boston still trying to like? What's going on?
1: It was just never going to happen. It just never was going to happen. Well, it's coming here the entire. So, so bottom line is he's
2: here. He's here. Yeah. Uh, The ripple effect is huge. The dominoes are interesting. The Paul George timing, the Lonzo Ball torn meniscus, the Kawhi Leonard. There's so much going on with this. The thing I wanted to start off with, real quick. Fired up. I listened to as much sports radio from East Coast, West Coast that I could last night, this morning. Um, kind of difficult when you have two kids trying to get to school and they're crying and all that stuff. But the big question was, is this good or bad for the NBA?
1: I and think it's okay. Keep going. Sorry. Mixed
2: reviews all around. Before I say my thing, what do you think? I
1: think it's great for the NBA. Any publicity is good publicity. Obviously, LeBron's the biggest star in the universe. It, I, you know, we'll get into how we think the Lakers are going to fare actually when basketball is played, but it, it's just good. Super teams make people interested. And that's just the way it is. I think it's interesting that we've talked about it for years and years and years. About fifteen, twenty years ago, you had to be in New York, you had to be in Miami, you had to be in LA, or else like nobody knew who you were. And then all of a sudden the internet comes around and it's like, well, it's a small world. If you're a star, you can thrive anywhere else. And we just come to find at the end of the day, living in Los Angeles is a good thing. You know, yeah. it's still a great destination. It's a great place to be. So, you know, the Lakers win again at the end of the day. Like everybody who said the whole uh, we probably were guilty of it as well, talking about oh, the shine is off the penny, coming to the Lakers doesn't have the same you know, chutzpah as it used to have. No, we were wrong. Obviously, this is a big market. This is where you want to be. LeBron doesn't care about the Kobe magic stuff that's going on. This is his team now, and I actually, strangely, I'm not going to rip him for this move. I think it's a great move for him. It's going to be fun watching him try and build a team it's like the expendables we were talking about he's just going to be pulling guys off the fucking waiver wire from everywhere Mm -hmm. and you know
2: it's it's going to be great theater so it's great for the league it's phenomenal for the league for this simple reason you you explained it very well we're talking about it nonstop. i know there's not much else to talk about the yankees red sox series was really bizarre this weekend uh that's it Wimbledon started today. That doesn't even register. That's where I was going yeah. next, is World Cup. There's things happening. And this has totally, 100%, blanketed all of them combined. Uh, Brazil beat Mexico this morning. 2-0, great match, apparently. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> nobody's talking about it. Obviously, we'll do, we'll jump into our World Cup thing. I have great thoughts match, to talk about apparently later. I know you're itching <laughs> to talk about Hope Solo. Um, but this is, I mean... This is the story, dude. It's the biggest sports star on the planet coming to the capital of the entertainment world. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's a monster story. Is it good for the NBA? Yeah, of course it's good for the NBA. Because we're talking about it nonstop. The soap opera, you said you know a couple weeks ago, now that the season's over, now we get the soap opera, the NBA. This is almost better
1: than the regular season. It's 100% better than the regular season. Once July 1st hits and the free agency hits. Because there's so many guys that are, you know, yeah, there's the LeBrons and the Kawhis of the world. But then there's there's a lot of, like, the Trevor Arizas and there's the DeMarcus Cousins. And there's a lot of guys that are going to move the needle of the NBA. So it's almost like the season ends and the league, it doesn't necessarily reset itself. But, like, it's not the same as it was a month ago. Everything has totally changed, and this happens every year in the NBA now. Yeah, at the top, top of the food chain, Golden State's just sitting there kicking back. Laughing. Laughing. Yeah. Doing their thing. Like, JaVale McGee left. Like, like, signed with the Lakers. Signed with the Lakers. Like, I don't, I don't know the, the particulars of, of the money that was involved. Signed Awful, minimum. terrible move for JaVale McGee. Terrible move. Because he didn't get any more money. He signed for the minimum. Like, why leave? I don't know. But uh, you have you're in a great situation, and this is a prime example of look. You can get all the all stars together, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work. Right. What Golden State has is an amazing culture and amazing style of play that everybody buys into, and we talk about it all the time. Yeah, they got those four guys, but Nick Young was relevant this year. JaVale McGee started in finals games and played really well. Mm -hmm. They pick guys off the scrap heap and not only make them serviceable players, but they're integral role players in what they do. And I don't think any other team, the Lakers included with LeBron, are going to be able to do that.
2: That's one thing. And I know we talked in our little pre-production meeting about how we didn't want to bounce around today. But I want to jump to Vegas right now. Okay. Because... I've said, I think in the last two or three weeks, I would love to be able to short some stock on futures bets. We were talking about Tiger in the open. Mm-hmm. They obviously value Tiger way you know way higher. The, the Cowboys, the Yankees, they get a few points on the line because they're, that's the, the public perception. They love betting them. But as of right now, at 12-12 Pacific time, Golden State is even money to win the championship next year. In second... Is not the team that was up 3 2 on them, who just re-signed their starting point guard, who might be going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, a terrible deal. Yeah. Awful deal. It's not the Celtics, who look amazing and have so much potential. It's the Lakers at plus three fifty. Who are the lunatics who are betting the Lakers to win a championship next year? Let's just say they got okay, they got LeBron. Let's say they get Kawhi. And let's just throw Boogie in there, too. No, zero chance that happens. But let's just say, has any super team, and I hate using that term, with a big three, ever won in their first year, including LeBron in Miami? Yes. Who? Boston. Boston. That was a while back. Yep. Yeah. Not much else to deal with back then with Garnett, Pierce, Allen. Even LeBron going to Miami with D-Wade and Bosh didn't win it in their first year. Lakers don't have any of these pieces yet. And they're saying that they're going to be in the east in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors. Come on!
1: I would argue there's some value there though from a gambling perspective because there's another shoe and another domino left to fall, and that's the Kawhi domino. And if they get Kawhi, that number is getting cut in half. But that
2: value is—I think that value is already put into that. Is that? Oh, you go, think really? I think so. Yeah. I don't think there's value. I think that value is already accounted for.
1: So if they get Kawhi, you don't think they go up to just like right behind Golden State? at – God no. Seven to one. God. I think we're underestimating Kawhi and LeBron together.
2: First of all, we don't even know how healthy Kawhi is or not. I just want to throw that think, out there. I don't and think leave the health matters around the room.
1: I don't think the health matters. I think he's a hundred percent fine.
2: Okay, so let's take Durant and LeBron. They cancel each other out. Just say, I'm giving you that one. I feel like. Yeah. Kawhi and Steph cancel each other out. Then what do you got? You got Draymond against Javale McGee. And then you got Clay, one of the best shooters against, what, against Lonzo. Golden State is still winning the title. Of course. That goes without saying.
1: Yeah. They're not there yet with what they have as they're presently constructed. That being said, injuries happen. Shit happens. I, I don't know. A lebron Kawhi team. I don't think that – see, the whole narrative of why would he go to the West? The West is so great. He's going to be – I don't think the West is as great as people think it is. Golden State is fantastic. Houston – all right, well, let's see what Houston does next year. They lost Trevor Ariza. He was a really important part of what they did. All right? Chris Paul, not necessarily terribly healthy. They couldn't even play in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So he's probably only going to play about – if Houston's smart, maybe he plays 50 games next year. Because why are you going to run Chris Paul into the ground in the regular season? Because you did that this year. Even though he did rest a lot, you found out he didn't have the stamina to make it to the finals. So you're mm. going to be resting guys. Houston is worse today than they were last year. The Lakers are better, obviously. Portland, I don't know, whatever. Still there. They're, yeah, they're fine. Utah's fine. Minnesota's they're fine. They're going to be.
2: Minnesota's going to be better. Oklahoma City's still garbage. but I just don't see how the like the West is so great. The East, to me. 14 of the top 15 best players, with the exception of Giannis, are playing in the West. I keep getting told this. Six, and I, six of the last six MVPs play in the West. Kyrie, Giannis, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, but you're saying name, You're going to compare a Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid right now to LeBron and Kevin Durant. That's not even close. Not yet, obviously. Well, not yet, of course. But that's you what we have straight, to do. It. You went straight to the
1: top, though. Oh, after after the well, Golden State. Of course. State. Where else are you going to start? But after the Golden State Lakers guys, who else you got for me? Westbrook. You're, you're being a little. You're, yeah, of course. Westbrook I, I, and Paul like, George. I don't
2: care about Westbrook. He's still in Oklahoma City, isn't he? They're He's still, still surrounded team, by garbage. Dude. They're still a good team. They barely. They got Paul George, you still got Carmelo. What a disaster that is. You got Stevie Adams. Like, that's still a very good team. You put that team in the East, then I think they're they're a 2-3 seed. Uh, Oklahoma City? OKC. Okay.
1: OKC. Maybe. Maybe they're like a 3-4 seed.
2: And they're going to have a tough time making the playoffs in the but West they would But they would
1: get smoked by Boston. They would probably get smoked by the Sixers.
2: I don't know, man. I I, I, I know you're always very anti-West power, but at the top— I'm just not buying it. I It's get so it. heavily weighted at the top. Yeah. When you take 14 of the top 50, I think—what is it? The last three years of NBA first teamers, with the exception of Giannis, that's the 14 out of the—they all play in the West right now. It's I mean it's pretty clear. Yeah, you but can it's start tough. talking about mid level guys, but then you're gonna start talking like, okay, Denver. They're in the wet. They're gonna be pretty good. You throw Denver in the East. How many playoff games compete? did Denver
1: play last year? Oh, none. Because they
2: didn't make the fucking playoffs. Yeah, because they're in the West. The West is a hell of a lot better than the East, man. I know you have a lot to look forward to in Philly, and I am so jealous of that being a Knicks fan. But it's it's unbelievable. We're saying my, my cousin Brian's on the board right now. Thanks for listening, Brian. LeBron left because he's scared of Boston. Yeah, might I be. Mean, he put a little wink emoji on there. But yeah, Boston looks scary as shit this year. And they have nothing but potential coming. That's why I'm dying to see what they do with with the Kawhi situation. They're Maybe gonna Boogie, do nothing. That's what yeah, gonna they gonna have every bullet. They are loaded, man. They are they have bullets if they want them.
1: Yeah, but what I don't know. I mean, that's a whole another conversation. That's a but whole, whole Boston one. is 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 just stand pat. Boston's gonna be just fine. But the point is the Lakers are instant contenders going back to your your betting thing. Like that's just a good line because all they have to get through is Golden State to get to the finals. I don't think Houston is going to be nearly gonna as good. They're going to have to get through Houston. People figured Houston out, I think. I I, I just think they're going to Harden is just th- those guys are what they are. They get deep in the playoffs and they just kind of fold.
2: So uh, And they just gave like you said, I mean, they gave Chris Paul and Max Deal every year in his career, he's playing less and less games.
1: That Chris Paul contract was absolutely absurd. Four years, one hundred sixty million dollars. They didn't even counter. It, it's they, unbelievable. That was it. That that's d- what he said he wanted, and that's what they gave him. Houston's a very smart franchise. Daryl Morey, the the GM, like one of the trendsetters with, with all the analytics. That that just seems like an abs- like in two years that contract is going to look yeah horrible.
2: I agree. That's I mean that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I just the West playoffs next year. Let's just fast-forward to the West playoff. Just seed everybody right now. Make it so that the Lakers and the Rockets, assuming nothing else major happens, and I know some major stuff's going to happen, have the Lakers play the the Rockets in the semis. And then, I don't know, who like uh, who's going to be good? Maybe Minnesota will be there finally. Wayne's talking about the Pelicans on the message board. And yeah, the they're
1: fine. I don't know, but, they
2: okay, say. so here's the thing. There's a, there's a lot of those teams in the West. Forget, uh, no, We can't forget how good they are at the top because that's as clear as day. You take those mid-level teams. Okay, yeah, you got the Pelicans. You got the Nuggets. You got, you got, you got uh, Minnesota. You got a lot of them. You got the Jazz. You got a lot of those teams. In the East, I mean, where does it go really after, look, after, the, fu- after the, the Sixers off, and the Celtics? It's,
1: look, I'm not going to lose my credibility and say the East is, is, you know, it's not as good as the West. I'm just saying the disparity is not as large as people like to make it out to be. I, I think, think the, it's pretty huge. I, I think all my all my Philly friends are so depressed because LeBron didn't come to the Sixers, and now it looks like you know maybe we won't get Kawhi. Dude, we look great. I, I love the where question. the Sixers are right now. I love Simmons and Embiid are going to be better next year, like twenty five percent better. Brett Brown will be a twenty five percent better coach than he was. He struggled a little bit in that Boston series. He was exposed. Sarge will be better.
2: Markel Fultz is our X-Factor. That's a big X-Factor, too.
1: That's huge. Number one pick and, in the draft, man. He's, that's he's, an ex, I don't mean yeah. that
2: bad. I mean that in a phenomenal way. If he is a total wash, guess what? You guys are still looking pretty solid right now. If he's a total wash, and if he's halfway, I mean, what? he went first behind or in front of LeBron. If he's half of what he's supposed to be, then you guys are going to be so much trouble. Then that Eastern Conference Finals, let's just fast forward right to that right now, too.
1: Well, uh, we got some people on the message board chiming in here. We got, uh, you know, Kale's talking about, you know, Anthony Davis, Donovan Mitchell. Like, why is Donovan Mitchell all of a sudden in this conversation? Because like, he had a good playoff you, run, Utah man. Is He's just in there, of course. Fucking Utah. Like Utah's like, – Look, look. If you put Utah in the East, they'd be, they'd be fine. They'd be like a two-three seed. They'd be whatever. They would never get to the finals. It, it, they're just not as great as people think they are. They're not. That's my point. Like after the Lakers and after Golden State, I personally don't think Houston's gonna be that good this year.
2: Like it, it all drops off. Houston's still gonna be uh, the starting today, right now, if they played with the Lakers' current roster, yeah, and Houston, who wins that series and how many games? If they start today, today, so the Lakers don't have
1: a chance to to come together as a team, I, no. Houston would win. Okay, but what, now what about, we have an entire season of basketball to play.
2: Okay, so let's say they're going to meet up in the in the semi. Let's say Houston gets a three seed, Lakers get the two seed miraculously. I don't think that happens with this roster. Then how does that series play out? Assuming it's a healthy CP3, Harden, Capella, everybody. Uh,
1: again, I don't think Houston is going to be nearly as good. I think guys like Trevor Ariza are very important. To what they do and you know we, right. we we can talk about the like all right let's talk about the lakers as they're presently constructed all
2: right we can start cause, now because stringer's on the board we yeah can get, we can get going now tough day for stringer there you go welcome back
1: um so as they're presently constructed right so we got you got lebron and then you got lonzo kuzma brandon ingram julius Randle. that's like your main core guys cp KCP, re signed him, also a clutch sports guy. LeBron always gets his guys paid. Lance Stevenson. Uh, then you got Lance, you got Which Javel, is interesting. you got Josh Hart. I love yeah. Josh Hart. So, this is if they don't throw a crazy package at, at Kawhi Leonard. This is what their roster currently would be. I, I mean, I'm going to l- contradict myself a little bit. I'm just, LeBron is just so fucking great that I think he's just always going to will a team as far as he possibly can. Right. But they got a lot of moves to make. They do. That's not a good basketball team. That's just not. That's not a team that can even come close to beating Golden State. I think right. it can beat everybody else. I think LeBron, just, LeBron just and anybody value. can get to the finals. But that team, like, he needs shooters. LeBron needs veteran guys around him. You talked about Chris Bosh maybe coming back when we were talking on the pre-call. But he needs shooters around him. He's got veteran guys. He's, we see LeBron with, like, Kyle Corvers of the world. Yeah. The Tristan Thompsons. the Kev- These guys know their fucking role, and they know how to play with LeBron. Yeah. Last time I checked, Lonzo Ball needs a basketball in his hand to be good at basketball. Yeah. Last time I checked, Julius Randle can't shoot a 17 foot shot. They're he needs talking the ball Mo in his Wagner hand.
2: Wagner can shoot. He's going to be like the Corver, a taller version of Kyle Corver for LeBron.
1: I said on this show when they drafted Mo Wagner, I said it on this fucking yeah. show right after the draft. That's a LeBron draft pick. He's the perfect center for LeBron. Mm-hmm. He's a pick and pop guy. He moves the ball. He, he's. I think Mo Wagner is going to be pretty good but these guys that they have around lebron at, as as currently constructed are not good. Just it's not a good fit. And it's going that's going to be the fun interesting part cuz lebron doesn't seem to have a lot of patience with his teammates. So, he's going to have a lot of growing pains with these young guys. And it's it's going to be I don't know, it's going to be an interesting situation with him and then him and Luke Walton is a fun conversation Same to have. Same draft,
2: 33 picks ahead of Luke Walton, and now Luke Walton's his coach. LeBron is a coach killer, man. Like, he just is. He's a coach killer. And, you know, well,
1: he ran Tyrone Lue over. I don't think he's going to be able to run Luke Walton over.
2: Well, okay, so the word around here, everyone went nuts on Twitter yesterday because, or two days ago because uh, LeBron's plane landed at Van Nuys Airport from the Bahamas. Everybody saw the ridiculous clip of him jumping off of, like, a six-foot cliff. Why are we, <laughs> why are we even know, watching that? Was, that you know, that was, is so stupid. Um, guess what? Now you all know by now something that we knew before. LeBron lives here. He has two houses in Brentwood, about 15 minutes from where we're doing this show right now. And he's going to be about 10 minutes playing ball at the Staples Center from where we are on Sunset Gower in Hollywood. Um, LeBron had a meeting. It was about a three-hour meeting. Magic went over to his house right after he landed. Probably okay. just to talk. It was, I think, coming out of Lakers camp. It was basically, uh let's do an eye-to-eye. I can get this guy. I can close this guy. Rob Polinka, whatever. Cup checks. Come on. Um... That's a little higher than 10 feet, 6 feet. That was like 12. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm dying to know the intricacies of that, that conversation meeting. when they were talking about the coaching situation because it's not like you're bringing Phil Jackson in here in 1998 or Pat Riley. You have Luke Walton, a guy who, let's be 100% honest, as much as LeBron says he'll respect and all that, so he doesn't respect him. He's a head coach now, I get that, but like, it's LeBron fucking James. You you're tell me Luke Walton's going to tell him what to do in certain situations. This is where this is going to be interesting. We always talk about chemistry, how nobody talks about that enough, how that's going to be. And that, that's such a huge part of this that I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, and that's what I want to know, how that relationship is going to be. And at first it might be great, but this is going to be a four-year deal. He's entering a situation
1: that we've never seen him really enter before. Like, there's a lot of uncertainty around this roster. And I, and I do appreciate what he did by announcing day one of free agency to give the Lakers ample amount of time to, to work a deal because there's no way LeBron joined the Lakers to play with this group of players. Right. All right. And then to go out and get Lance Stevenson and Javal McGee, it just it feels like, a, like I said, it feels like the expendables. It feels like the dirty dozen. Just like that's not LeBron's MO. He doesn't want the scrap heap, like, all right, I'm going to play with. He wants. He wants things to be like you know concise. He wants veteran guys. We've LeBron has a formula for how he has his teams around him, and this team is nothing like that. So, like you said, we're going to see what Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson can do now. Look, Landon LeBron, big fish, great fucking job. Kudos to you. Now the work really starts because it's one thing when you just have young guys and you have no expectations. Lakers were fun to watch last year, tons of fun, but no expectation. Now, Laker fans, real quick, Laker fans aren't going to settle for like, a 43-win season with LeBron
2: James. Well, they can be sold on that. And let me ask you this, and this is another aspect I'm dying to know about the intricacies of this conversation. They don't need to sell the whole farm right now to get Kawhi. Kawhi's a free agent after this coming year. They can roll the dice and say, Kawhi said he's coming here. Let's hunker down and deal with a team that we really, really, really like. And we are building – and that is on the right track. Now we just add the best player on the planet. We can suck this up for a year. We might not have to give up Ingram, and Lonzo, and Randall to get Kawhi. We might not. We might just have to pay him might next just, year. Might just get him. Might just get him. I mean, that's what. That's another thing that these Laker fans are waiting for news today. What's What's going to happen with Kawhi? Where's Boogie going? This might be. This might take another year.
1: But, to build. Uh, but, again, it's it's a weird situation because mm-hmm. LeBron is going into year 16. He's not going into year right. 8. All right, He's you going know, into a
2: long 16, by the way, with long. an
1: extra like two seasons uh, of You make fucking 49 straight finals. He's playing a lot of basketball. That being said, it, it falls into that Peyton Manning thing that I always like to talk about. When he went to Denver, people were like, oh, he's done. I'm like, I've never seen Peyton Manning suck at ba- uh, football. So no until he sucks that. at football, he's fucking awesome at football. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about LeBron. Until I see LeBron slow down, I, I just won't believe it. Like, he, he's still superhuman in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think they get Kawhi. That was my main feeling last night. The minute this shoe dropped with LeBron, it was like, all right, they have these pieces set up and they're ready to move. If you're the Spurs, you just want to get the best deal possible. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's never this be talk a about, oh, they're not going to trade him to the Lakers because, well, you're going to cut off your nose to spite your face. The Spurs need to build a team when they lose Kawhi, and they want to get the whether those assets come from the Lakers, the Sixers, the Celtics, or wherever. You, you're going to take the best deal possible. The Spurs are very smart. Mm-hmm. They don't operate in a way that would they'd like, not trade him to the Lakers just because he's like going to stay in the same right. conference. That's, he- that's headlines. Yeah, that's like a terrible narrative. So, so we'll see. And I, I think the Lakers actually have the best package they can offer. The Sixers aren't going to put Fultz up there. Uh, they have some draft picks they can offer, Sarich and Covington. And
2: well, wait, What what else know. would the Sixers need if they threw Fultz in? Well, with
1: Fultz, I think the deal was Sarich, Fultz, Covington, uh, and then that. That's it. Then, that's no, no, no. That's then, a lot already, I and think. And then it was going to be like the number 10 pick this year, maybe yeah. Zaire Smith. Maybe you throw in that 2021 pick we got from the Suns. Uh, that's going to be the Heat pick. Might be the first year high school players are in the draft, which mm-hmm. could be a huge asset to have, but you're rolling the dice again because Kawhi, if he is hell-bent on going to L.A., yeah. you're not giving up. You're, you're Nobody's gambling that much for a guy that might just bolt in a year. You need lockdown, hey, I'm re-signing with oh, you of course. guys. Of course. Although the Paul George thing was funny. That's, That's what everybody keeps saying. Well, yeah. maybe he goes there and he falls in love, and if the Sixers are really good and they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, he sticks but around. The Paul
2: George thing makes this even more interesting because – This was Paul George last year. I want to be a Laker. I grew up around here. I want to be a Laker. And that was a done deal. And I thought that was going to happen right away. And then I'm watching this video all of a sudden on Twitter of him at Russell Westbrook's party saying, I'm not going anywhere. I said, holy shit. All right, this is interesting. And then the LeBron news came in a little after that. And I thought the Lakers were going to hold out on the LeBron news for a little bit, or LeBron was, to say, let's get Kawhi first. Because if LeBron's going to L.A., if the Spurs are hell-bent on not trading him to the Lakers, which it sounds like every offer the Lakers have thrown at him, the Spurs have said not even close to what yeah. we're thinking, then now that LeBron's a Laker, now the Spurs will say, they're not even going to pick up the call. If they say, hey, Magic's on the phone, what's his name, Buford, R.C. Buford? Mm-hmm. He's going to say, dude, no, put a, tell him to call back. I'm not even going to deal with him because now they got LeBron. It wasn't a, okay, send him Kawhi, maybe they get LeBron. Now they definitely got him. So... I don't know. It's it's tough. You you're right. You you have to do what's best for your team. They got to be a little scared right now. When you're your best player, who p- people keep saying top three, four player in the league. Okay, I'm not totally sold on that just yet. But when he says I want out, like shit. Well, he's gonna get
1: you? out. He's getting out. He's gonna end up where he probably wants to end up at the end of the day. The Paul George thing is funny because we'll it, it like because yeah. Paul George sticking around like kind of sums up Paul George's entire freaking career. All right. Look, I, I'm not going to bash Paul George. So by all accounts, seems like a super cool guy, super nice guy. He, he's a he's a very good basketball player. But you know, we rip guys for not choosing winning over money, or they choose this over that. And like he chose, uh, it appears to me, he chose friendship. His his relationship with Russell Westbrook is why mm-hmm. he stuck around in OKC. And and the extra thirty million or whatever it was on the table. Cause it was eight. They, they,
2: Eight more. Oh, it was only eight more. Eight more to stay in OKC than to go to Lakers. But that brings up another interest. Everything that you say has a little tangent that we could go off to the side. Now a storyline is this is everyone thinks nobody wants to play with Russell Westbrook. Well, you know what? You got Paul George, who was a you know one of the top free agents this year, said, I'm going to pick Russell Westbrook over LeBron James.
1: Yeah, but the Paul George story is very like as it's like coming into focus as his career gets longer and longer is he just doesn't want to be the guy.
2: Well, that's he an, wants that's to be in the periphery. He
1: wants somebody else to do the heavy lifting.
2: But he would have been the third or fourth option on this Lakers if they get Kawhi, and then Lonzo's got a spotlight. He might have been, in May, but maybe he didn't want the spotlight.
1: I mean, pl- again— But that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't have been. Playing with LeBron James is not easy. It's not—playing with the great players is not always fun. You think playing with Jordan was like, yeah, winning's awesome. right. But, man, like, he's firing basketballs at your head. Look, he's what's punching happening you into the in Patriots the face. People
2: hate playing with Belichick, for Belichick. But,
1: like, how much are you willing to put up with to win? Right. And I think, you know, maybe some guys are just kind of – it's weird. Like, we used to rip guys be like, oh, these guys just chase the money, chase the money, and it seems like a lot of guys are making decisions for their happiness now. And then we rip them for doing that. Like, we ripped yeah. Durant- – Durant just took less money to stay in Golden State. And we always say, why don't guys take less money and just stay in a good situation? Well, Kevin Durant just did that. Yeah, he should be applauded for that. Mm-hmm. Paul George, yeah, he got eight more million dollars, but he stayed in a comfortable, uh, you know, place where he's good friends with a guy, yeah. and he just kind of wants to stay there and live his life.
2: Yeah. The example I always do for that, and this is getting a little dated now, is Albert Pujols. He won a ring in St. Louis. I forget the exact numbers, but he would have been it would have been like ten million more to stay in St. Louis than if he came out to play for the the Anaheim Angels or the Los Angeles, whatever the fuck they're called now. Um, nowhere near Los Angeles, by the way, the Anaheim Angels, for those of you who listen on the East Coast. Uh, so he gave up $10 million to come play for the Angels. He got his ring already. He's a god in St. Louis. He basically gave up $10 million to go live in Newport Beach. That's a no-brainer. When you're talking, I, I, and we don't. hopefully we have this problem down the road. We don't know what it's like yet, but the difference between $160 million and 170. million, to live in Newport Beach or St. Louis? Do you think that's that matters? A
1: do you think guys think about the money? Do you think I hear a lot of people talk about? It. 100%. Well, it's only
2: eight more million. It's only six more no, they million. They absolutely do. Roger Federer today, everyone went nuts in the tennis world because he was wearing Uniqlo. He what's, signed. What's that? It's a brand that Djokovic used to wear. He said he's done with his Nike contract. Wow. Nike chose not to renew him. They didn't want to match his number. Roger Federer has more money than anyone in the tennis world. Makes 100 million dollars a year on endorsements. He signed for 10 years, 300 million for Uniqlo. Okay, does the money matter? Yeah, even at that level, it still does. But 10 million when you have 400 million dollars, what's 10 million dollars to go live on the beach in Newport Beach and play in a non-pressure situation versus living in St. Louis, Missouri?
1: Meeks is on there saying two years, 61 million. I assume he's talking about uh, Kevin Durant. Is is hardly less money? Well, it is less money. Because he didn't sign four years, like hundred. Well, he took the max, right? Durant. But, he, but he only took two years. Yeah. So he absolutely took less money to stay there mm-hmm. and control his own destiny, but stay in a really good situation. So he absolutely took less
2: money. The the subtext stories for this, just the LeBron moving, th- this is what I enjoy so much about it. We do a show. We do a show on Monday morning. Okay, this happened last night. This the subtext is just oozing. I was bouncing around every single sports show. Everyone's talking about something different, but it all centers about on LeBron. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna finish that thought in a sec. We have a phone call coming in. Caller, who are you? Where are you calling from?
0: Yeah, uh, it's Jake. I'm calling from uh, Hollywood,
2: Hollywood Hills. Obviously, Jake Head, sleeping off that hangover you know on it. Sunday Fun Day for you. What's going on? Always.
0: I'm, I'm living the dream, man. What's going on with you?
2: Nothing. We're talking about your Lakers. I know you grew up in Boston. Oh, man.
0: What's well, the vibe? I just wanted to make sure you guys got the, got the Boston feed on it. I couldn't be more excited that the Lakers are relevant on a grand scale with King LeBron James because it is going to be so sweet when the Celtics play them and beat them in a game seven in Boston Garden. It's going to be like it, it's going to be like taking now two birds with one stone, the great LeBron James and the hated Lakers, and I can't wait. It's great for basketball. It's good for the NBA, and it's going to be even sweeter for Celtic fans.
2: That that is pretty. I mean, you guys are frothing at the mouth to be able to take down LeBron and the Lakers at one chance. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen for a couple of years at least but I could see how you guys are dying for this to happen.
1: Yeah, that's the part. Jake, Jake real quick, Jake, that's what you're right about. That, that's what's so great about this because as much as, like, I don't like the Yankees or I don't like the Cowboys or these major market teams, sports are just better. Right. Sports are just better when the, when the big teams are good. That's all. Like, Christmas Day right now, like, ESPN is frothing at the mouth to, like, put Boston – I can tell you right now, it's either going to be Lakers-Golden State or Boston-Lakers Christmas Day. Absolute guarantee.
0: Jay, I, I could not agree with you more. As if you're if you're, out uh, was it what's his name Silver right now? He's going out of his mind. It couldn't end it up better. You got you know you got a you got another la la land. You know love the spotlight in L A. And then you still got the lunch. Well, although Kyrie just did a movie. I think he was in Uncle Drew. But other than that, you still have that rivalry with a lot of the old roots in it. And I think bringing LeBron, uh, I think it's great. I, I I think it's great for the NBA. And you're absolutely right. Even though we talk sports, right now I got friends that are Indiana fans. I got friends that are Oklahoma. You know, some of the smaller market teams. I mean, I guess Oklahoma is kind of marquee now, but they love it when the Celtics and Lakers are great because they got everybody's got to pick a side. It's Uh, like Yankees, Red Sox. You can't stay neutral. I'm wary of people that stay neutral in those type of rivalries. Pick a fucking side. Michigan. It's all about
1: picking a side in life.
0: Too many people try and play the
1: middle. Jake, thanks for the call. That's why
0: nobody likes Sweden. Because no. Sweden's always in the middle. Who's, they don't who's, get off the fence. Who's winning the World Cup? You got to get off the fence, Who, man.
1: Who's winning the World Cup before you go? Who you got?
0: Uh, I know you're man. fucking knee deep
1: I, in the soccer. You're knee deep. You love it.
0: Oh, I was, I was <laughs> it's funny. I was watching I was watching All or Nothing with the Cowboys. I finished off that documentary. And you see why like they got rid of Dez Bryant. That's about as much as I know about soccer. Although I was proved wrong in your absence, Mike. A lot of people were watching the soccer, right, Jay? Oh,
1: hey, man, it's uh, it's it's heating up. We, we said last week on the show that people would like absolutely dive into it once the knockout stage started and once penalty kicks came around. Penalty kicks is the best thing that ever happened to soccer. They shouldn't even, should right. even play soccer. They should just have penalty kicks for like 90 minutes. That would be incredible. Hey, do, do,
0: you, do you guys notice like the B-level like talk show hosts like, in, like hey, us? Travis and, and a cow herd? Not, not, not A-level like you guys – they are all coming around, like, how much they like soccer because they all work for Fox now. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: they, are, they are company, man. Jakey, thanks for the
2: call, brother. Jake, J- thank enjoy you.
0: the tequila up in the hills. You know you know it, baby. Hey, w- welcome back, Mike. Thank you, bud. I thank hope, you for a uh, nice I'll
2: job be- next week or last week.
0: Let, let, let's have lunch. I want to talk to your agent big time.
2: <laughs> of course, no problem. Thank you, bud. Later,
1: yeah, boys. Later, bud. Yeah, I mean, that's the, back to his original point. It, it, it's great because it's, it's just going to be so much fun. Rivalries are what matters in sports. We know. Look, we went into the last four years of the NBA season because people were complaining. Oh, the league's too top heavy. You said it yourself. There's like all the stars are in the West. Everybody. We know it's all predetermined. We knew it was going to be Cleveland and Golden State for four straight years. Did we care? No. We still watched basketball That's the thing. every single night, and we loved it. The NBA is in an incredible spot. There's stars everywhere. There's plenty of stars on the East, in the East. There's
2: plenty of good teams over there. This is just, it's a win-win. That's, uh, to your point, and this is what I was saying before, was this is good for the NBA. Yeah, it's all anybody's talking about today. I know there's not much. World Cup, yeah, I guess. But the ratings are still going through the roof. So when that does, when that stops happening... You know what? Yeah, Durant go to go to Golden State. Like I said, Christmas okay. Day
1: is going to be next level incredible. The uh, yeah. the games that they're lining up, I'm sure going to be great. All right, let's switch gears. Let's talk about Lonzo real quick. Okay. I think this is an important subplot. It's a very one important do- subplot. one domino falls, a lot of other ones seem to fall. So, will Lonzo give me some odds that Lonzo was on the Lakers
2: start of next year? <sighs> odds. What do you, what do you got? I think I mean, that's the, the, the question down the road, of, of the, not down the road, down the list. That has to be addressed um, because this, be, this becomes a big deal. LeBron's spoken out against LeVar a while back. Uh, LeVar was adamant before the draft that if, if you know LeBron goes to L.A., he's gonna, my son's going to make him better, and everyone had to deal with him. I don't know why people are still dealing with him, but now he's going to be back in the forefront. Um, if I had to guess, Lonzo is going to be a Laker at the start of next season.
1: But you, give me an odd. So if I said, all right, Lonzo a Laker uh, minus one
2: fifty, you would take that. Yeah, he's gonna be a Laker. Uh, see, I don't it's think he's gonna be a Laker. Every name I've every every scenario I've heard pop up doesn't. He's really not involved. And every team needs a sign and trade from Randall. Kyle Kuzma is. They're they're high on Kyle Kuzma, which I think if the Lakers can get rid of right, Kyle Kuzma had a great year last year. I I don't know if it happens again and Josh Hart.
1: Bro, Kyle Kuzma had a great—I see guys in the playgrounds growing up. You're playing. They play with four fucking bums, and they get like six buckets Mm because there's no pressure on them, and they know they're not going to win anyway. I'm not saying Kyle Kuzma's not good. I'm just saying it was really easy to be Kyle Kuzma last year. That's what I'm saying.
2: Because your team wasn't supposed to be good. Of course. My point is— Like, I don't know if Oh no, I was saying because of 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 Lonzo, not because your team wasn't good. That's why he had a hell of a year. Lonzo got hurt halfway through the season. Kyle Kuzma's numbers got got chopped in half. There's no
1: argument that that Lonzo makes people better. I mean, that's that goes without saying. Rob's sitting there saying Kuzma's untouchable. Here's the thing. Kuzma needs the ball in his hands, man. Like Kuzma is a kick it to the wing, break somebody down, spin dribble, little bank shot. Like he is a creator. Guys that play with LeBron James, Mike, what do they do? They just go 1-4 or they go high pick and roll and they, and they spread the court and LeBron yeah. finds them for a wide-open three. LeBron's not rolling the ball to Kyle Kuzman and running to the other side of the court. Well, That's this also, not going so to happen. So are these guys smart enough? That's going to be the fun question. If this is how the roster stays, are guys like Lonzo, Randall, Ingram, and Kuz, the future of the Lakers four days ago, are they smart enough, they have high enough basketball IQs to learn how to play with LeBron? Because make no mistake about it, he doesn't have to learn how to play with them. They have to learn how to play with it, Of course.
2: Him. And that's what's, that's what's interesting about this situation because for the last two, three years in L.A., all we've been hearing is we're building something. We're on the right track. You, were, you even said it. Lakers, they have a plan, and it's, it's going through. It's working. They're putting pieces together. It'll take a little bit, but they're on the right track. Now, all of a sudden, that gets totally thrown to hell. Not in a bad way. You're adding the best player on the planet. You're right. These guys have to adjust. Luke Walton's going to have to adjust. That's going to be the big deal. That's going to be a big deal. Is Luke Walton going to become Tyrone Liu? I mean, come on, dude. He, Tyrone Lue has a ring. He's in conversation for coach of the year. Get the fuck out of here. He's going to be fired 20 games into the season when the Cavs yeah, are like 2-18 his... next year. We're going to realize, oh, yeah, that guy's not a real coach. If come there's on. a first coach fired bet there's for be
1: next year, Ty Tyrone Lue has got to be even money to be gone by the All-Star break. But here's
2: another little interesting tidbit. The timing of LeBron's torn meniscus. And if you're just listening, I'm putting up Quotes. You mean Lonzo's? Yeah. Yeah, what did I say? LeBron. Le- LeBron, no, sorry. LeBron did not tear his meniscus. Lonzo's tore a meniscus, which happened now. How long ago did the Lakers' season end? Yeah, but that's just LeVar being a genius. It is like, It is smart. Yeah, the guy's
1: an idiot, but he's also a genius in, yeah. in that regard. Like He doesn't want Lonzo gone. He wants Lonzo in the center of the basketball universe playing with LeBron. Of course. So you leak out, hey, he's hurt. Who's going to want to fucking trade for him?
2: Mm-hmm. So. There's only one better place for Lonzo to be. I mean, I know the, his whole family is here in Chino Hills, not too far away. The only place better for Lonzo to be, and, you know, Lavar knows this, is playing in the Garden in New York. That's yeah. it. As far as their brand and the attention, all that stuff. I just said that because Rob's on the board. I think Lonzo's gone.
1: I would hope he's not because I am a, a staunch supporter of the ball family. I am <laughs> pro all the balls. So I, I would really like to see him play with LeBron. L'Angelo. I think – I brought up the question about are these guys smart enough to adapt? I think Lonzo is like a Mensa level IQ basketball player. And but, if anybody can figure it out, it's. it's, it's but Lonzo. I got to cut you
2: off for a sec. You say he's Mensa, and then now all these reports that this team is going to be under such a microscope. The report's already coming out this morning is that during his offseason, and maybe this is because of one rap video that he can knock out on his day off, you know, in an afternoon, they're saying he doesn't have the greatest work ethic. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed him last year, I won a lot of money. On him over six and a half assists on the season, that was an easy bet. I I, I enjoyed watching him play because he made the twenty-two pick in the draft, Kyle Kuzma, look like he should be a top-five pick.
1: And, and that's a you know that's what he does. Lonzo makes people better. I I don't know about this work ethic thing because all I hear about is he's in the gym. If you that's what if I heard you too. look at him, he looks bigger, he looks stronger. Yeah, I heard Palinka talking about how Lonzo comes in. At least once a week in the offseason, like right now, to break film down with him and Magic mm-hmm. and just pick Magic's brain.
2: That's what you got to be doing. And that, you're right. I hear that. But then this morning, oh, his work ethic. Maybe, and like, like I said, it might just be because he put out an awful rap video or two this summer. Whatever. These guys have lives.
1: He, and here's the thing for Alonzo he was very fortunate, and then he's the oldest child. So he was all able all to. Uh, I am pro <laughs> all the balls. And Mo, it, are you
2: a Knicks fan, real quick, by the way? I know, you know, Mo's a huge Giants fan. Curious about his allegiance. I know he's very anti-Lakers. Anyway, sorry. No,
1: but Lonzo was the oldest. So he was able to actually, like, learn in a somewhat normal environment before LeVar went completely off the deep end and was able to, like, just toxically ruin him like he did Leangelo and LaMelo, sadly. Mm-hmm. So I think Lonzo is, like, everybody looks at Leangelo and his ridiculous shit. They look at LaMelo. They look at Lavar. Lonzo kind of, like, graduated from that shit and moved on with his life. So I don't lump him in to the rest of the
2: shenanigans.
1: No, that's fair. So, like, people talk about the rap video. I think he's a funny guy. I think he's just having fun. This is what young kids do. I think he's, he's just an 19. awkward, shy kid. I don't, you know. I don't think he's awkward or shy at all. I think he's hysterical. I think he's like Peyton Manning and that you think he's, like, or we all thought Peyton was this absolute square with no personality. Then you come to find out this guy's, like, about the host SNL. Yeah. I think Lonzo is that type of personality. I don't so know. He I, hasn't
2: broken out of that shell yet. I haven't seen an I, inkling of it yet because he just shuts up and lets his dad talk.
1: I, I talked about it for the Equalizer commercial where he has to go. He goes into audition to be the Equalizer and Equalizer 2 is absolutely hysterical.
2: Yeah, that was the one. I, I fast-forwarded to all those.
1: So, uh, you know, I hope Lonzo stays, but—
2: I hope he stays. So, all right, here's another question. Rosters, right now, who is better, last year's Cavaliers or this year's Lakers?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Mike. Thank you. I like that. Um, I'm going to say last year's Cavs. Really? Yeah. I think last year's Cavs would would beat this year's Lakers as it's perfectly as it's constructed right now, right now before wow. any Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. I didn't think you were going to go there. I think Cavs would win in five. Where do you, you put were. the Cavs in the Western Conference last year? Are they they're not playing a home court game first, right? I think they'd be the
1: third. I mean. It's a matter of if they cared about the regular season. I mean, that's that's. Well, they the would bigger. have to in the West. If you're telling me LeBron went into the season and they were in the West and he cared about the regular season and tried to get wins and didn't try and rest, yeah, they would be they would have been a third seed. They would have beat all those other teams except for Houston and Golden State. I, I just don't – right. what do you think the
2: over-under for the Lakers will, will be as far as wins go? I mean, it's going to be so overly inflated that nothing's come out yet. Um, I mean, I, I'll tell you, and this is the tough part. I, I enjoy watching the Lakers. I love coming home, seeing them on. I, same thing like Dodgers. I, I come home late, they're on TV. It was great when Vince Scully was doing it. It was a hell of a lot better. I want to bet alive. on the Lakers over. Yeah. Vince Scully's still kicking? Yeah, yeah. Good for Vin. I would want to bet on the Lakers over, without question. But the Lakers under is going to be the bet this year. Oh, the
1: Lakers aren't the best. I mean, you said it yourself. I mean, the, if they don't get Kawhi, they're a year. I mean, they're a year away from anything. You think LeBron's gonna break his back in year 16 to get bounced in the second round of the playoffs with fucking Kyle Kuzma? It might also no. do
2: him some good to have a shitty season and be done in February or March, and not have to play another half a season going to Game 7s nonstop, flying cross country. It might be good for him. Take a little break. Let those old bones here. There was a report a little while back, and this might have just been clickbait, about how LeBron hasn't 100% ruled out, taking a year off like Jordan did. I thought that was absurd until you say, oh, yeah, Jordan did the same thing.
1: I wouldn't put anything past LeBron at that point. I could totally see him doing that. That, w- that would actually be pretty interesting. But that's, he's not a spring, he knows spring chicken. Rob's disagreeing with me with my Cleveland take, saying this, that last year's Cleveland is better than this year's Lakers. I don't see how this year's Lakers team is good. I mean, they're good because LeBron is there but those pieces are square pegs, round holes, it just doesn't fit. But we also so, thought
2: the same thing about yeah, Paul going to the to the, the Rockets. And that worked out well.
1: That did, but we I know what the Cavs were. The Cavs made it to, you know, four straight finals with LeBron. Those guys all knew their role and those, you know, as as poorly constructed as those teams were, they're way better constructed than this Lakers team is with LeBron currently. So, I mean, he needs shooting, man. He needs shooting around him. He doesn't have any shooting around him. We got people talking about B- Lonzo's broken jump shot is like a homeless guy on the promenade. You know, Kuzma can knock down shots, but Kuzma's not Kyle Korver. Right. Julius Randle can't make a 17-footer. Brook Lopez is gone. Yeah. He was the best shooter on the team last year. You got Zubak. Is Brandon Ingram a shooter? I don't no, know. I don't think yet. he's a shooter. I don't think so either. This team has zero shooting. What do we watch? What works in they're the ho- NBA these days? They're hoping Mo Wagner is the good stretch guy. I th- I'm telling you, Mo Wagner is going to be gonna be very very good I'm in the minority but Mo Wagner's gonna be solid and then
2: issue. they added I mean KCP and JaVale McGee McGee can't shoot outside of six inches so I don't know I mean there's a whole cap thing too that is kind of boring but everyone just assumed yeah Lakers have room for two max guys Okay, but guess what? Boogie is not one of them. Boogie can't fit into their current cap situation. And
1: Boogie's not coming back till midseason anyway. The guy's coming back That's from a torn thing. Achilles. He's 28 years old. A big he's an Absolute big freaking head case. You think he's going to be in a good headspace, third team in, in four years, coming off an Achilles. What has Boogie Cousins ever done in his life that makes you think he's going to straighten it out?
2: Nothing. N- nothing. He puts up insane numbers whether he was in Sacramento or the five minutes he was playing down in Nolens. But, yeah, it's not like he's just going to come in and make everything better. You know?
1: See, Rob's on the message board talking about Kyle Korver couldn't throw it in the ocean in the playoffs. That's just wrong. That's not true because in the East against Boston he struggled a little bit. Against Toronto he was on fire. Against Indiana he had a bunch of big games. Yeah, as they got deeper into the playoffs, and he wasn't teams getting the shots. Well, teams got more athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got Boston with, with some of the best wing defenders in the game with Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart and Jay, and, and uh, Jalen Brown. Then you go to the, the Warriors, and they're switching everything. It's just a tough spot. But point being, Kyle Korver is the prototypical guy for LeBron James, and there's oh, nobody, and him. there's nobody like that
2: on the Lakers right now. Oh, are we missing penalty kicks right now? Everyone's talking about this great soccer game between Belgium and Japan. Eh, come on. They're into stoppage time. What do you think of uh, penalty kicks? Dude, I think they're so fucking great. Oh, wow, okay. That's
1: good. I think not know you were going to go in that direction.
2: I, are you kidding? There are two of them yesterday? Uh, we'll talk about soccer. You want to take a little break and talk soccer right now? We can cut it. It's our show. Do whatever we want. I mean... I've gotten a lot of shit about soccer from all these people who don't care about soccer until the World Cup comes on. I love every single thing about soccer except the actual game. <laughs> the actual game is boring as shit. Okay? I've tried having Avery watch and uh, Jen, and it's just... Avery plays soccer. She loves soccer. I, I tell her to look up. There's a penalty, and then two seconds later, she's down, you know, looking at her iPad or playing with her little brother. Something. The, the actual soccer game sucks. What's the point in every single sport in this world except for golf? What is it? If you and me are playing tennis, or you and me are playing (laughs) one-on-one basketball, what's the point of it? The point is to win. To score more points than the other guy, the other team, in every single sport except golf that I can think of. When I sit down to watch a France-Denmark game and the score is 0-0 at the end of the game, give me my fucking money back. That is an absolute abomination of sport. What I didn't like
1: yesterday was I watched Croatia versus Denmark. It was Croatia-Denmark yesterday. And I probably watched for a good 15, 20 minutes, and I had no idea which team was which. That's Yeah, that's another like thing. Like, I literally did that. Fox didn't tell me. I know. Who was who. I didn't know till they got to, like, the second penalty kick because I wanted to root for Croatia. And I'm like, all right, they all kind of have the same last names. Everything ends in a fucking C. <laughs> So it, that was incredibly confusing, and then somebody goes, "Well, the Denmark people were the blonde people," and then it all made sense. Yeah, which was kind of genius.
2: But there's, uh, you feel like an idiot. I'm like, all right, this is like Mexico and Japan. I can't tell the difference between these guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you, I, I can tell the difference between
1: <laughs> Japan and Belgium. It's okay. So a lot of the be- That's uh, an easy A one. lot of
2: the soccer purists have said that penalty kicks are an abomination. That's the only exciting part of this game. I'm sorry, rest of the. And uh, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little disclaimer. I know I'm in the minority here. And the U.S. is in the minority. The rest of the world loves soccer. It is the number one sport by far in the world. Penalty kicks are phenomenal because it's exciting. The rest of the game is boring as shit. It's played in the middle of the field. Exciting. You score more points than the other team. That's the point of every single sport except golf.
1: Is there anything in sport, anything, in any situation, more stressful than kicking a penalty in the World Cup in the knockout stage? No, it, it it so it is. It's the most
2: stressful thing in sport. It's gotta be. Like I, I, you're I, at the foul line. One of those games yesterday was down to the fifth kick. the last yeah. kick. Well, I mean what what's more stressful?
1: It, it really is, they should have heart rate monitors on these guys. I really want to know what these guys are feeling when they walk up. and everybody like because you just like I like the drama of it. Everybody's standing at midfield. The guy slowly saunters down to the penalty spot. Everybody's got a little different swagger. Some guys are smiling. Some guys are super serious. It's their moment. It's their moment. What would be your move if you were kicking a penalty kick? A little
2: hesitation. Yeah. Why does everybody do that? I don't think you're allowed to. I saw Every time I saw it, uh, goalies kind of freaked out a little bit. I don't think you're allowed. Once you start your movement, you're not allowed to stop to a point. It's like a balk. In baseball, they need to do a better job of explaining shit on well, Fox. Well, they don't fucking know because they're the U.S. They're Fox. They don't. They got handed the contract a couple months ago. Hey, you guys are doing the World Cup. Oh shit. Okay, we got to learn this stuff. Look, we got people on
1: the Z that's so exhausted. This is boring. And my brother's on there saying the World Cup over yet. All you idiots are gonna watch the fucking final in two weeks. Yeah. Everybody's gonna watch the final. I am. Of course. Yeah. Of course you are. It's great theater. It's fun. It's it's fun watching people give a shit about something. And these people really care about it. That's, I could watch somebody knit. If they really cared about what they were knitting, were it would
2: be entertaining. Drinking and cheering and face painting.
1: Exactly. So all these, you're, you included, I said it before, I said, Mike, by the end of this thing, you're going to be into it. Everybody that's not into it will be into it eventually. It just
2: will. I, lo- I like being into it for everything except the game. If you call me up and you say, hey, we're going to go to the bar to watch the game. Here's one thing that we've never experienced in our life. Going to a World Cup game, and we're not doing it this year because the U.S. isn't in it, and having every single person in that bar rooting for the same exact team. That is awesome. I grew up in New York. Whenever we were at the bar watching Yankee games, there were a lot of Red Sox fans there. a lot of Mets haters. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get that 100%. Last year, I remember me, Ray, Burke, BMAC, if you guys were in a bar watching it, and every single person was rooting for the U.S. That was really cool.
1: I like when they do the cutaways. When, like, Denmark gets a stop and they cut to, like, some square in the middle of Denmark mm-hmm. where, like, 95,000 people are just, like, hoarded together. And we don't
2: get that because it, we're never going to get that. Like, when the U.S.
1: would score a goal, they'd cut to some bar in Kansas City. Like, oh, this, the the American soccer fans are going crazy. It was, like, yeah. 85 overweight dudes yeah. with wing
2: sauce on their mouth. <laughs> like, Mo said it. I hate soccer. I've watched so many games. Yeah, me too. I, don't, I mean, I've been very clear on this show. Jason Knowlton refuses to talk to me anymore because of my hatred for soccer. He's so angry at me and what I think of soccer that he refuses to talk to me. He's not even listening to the show today because of this. Again, I love everything about it. Those 90 minutes is boring as shit. And I get that, oh, my God, did you see that Germany thing? You know what? Last Saturday, I got so lucky. I got home. I happened to turn it on. It happened to be on Fox. And I saw that Germany kick to win it in stoppage time. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. But the 95 and a half minutes before that, oh, come on, man. It's unbelievable. These guys just get knocked around, acting like their arm fell off. And then they see the other person doesn't get a yellow card. Then all of a sudden they're up kicking a, You know, it's just it's ridiculous. Here's another thing I don't like about it. The game just kind of ends. There was one of those games. I think it was Uruguay maybe. Portugal, did they beat Portugal on Saturday? They go into the stoppage time. <laughs> for a guy that hates soccer, you know the details of every freaking game in the World Cup. I was doing a commercial on Saturday, <laughs> and there was a TV right there, yeah. so we were wasting a lot of time. But they go into the stoppage time, so you think, okay, this is this is their last chance, Portugal's last chance to do it. They didn't score. Ball goes to the other end of the field. All the players are waiting for that whistle. Whistle doesn't come. They run down get the ball. They get another try. Nobody knows when these... Games are gonna end. That's what I miss. That pressure, getting that ball, looking up at the clock, you got two and a half seconds left. Dribble down the court. Boom, you gotta score. This is the last play for Peyton Manning at the lot you know, he's gotta go 60 yards. Here's a here's a Hail Mary. What's more fun than a Hail Mary at the end of a game? Those are fun. Penalty kicks are great. Burrus hate it. My brother in law, I said this last week from the Netherlands, is totally like in, entertained by the fact that Americans get so angry when there's a tie. And we do. Because we don't have them.
1: Yeah, TJ mentioned that in the message board earlier. Well, yeah, I, who likes ties? That was always the biggest problem with hockey. hockey. Hockey still sucks, but at least they do that little shootout thing at the end. Like, nobody wants to go spend 150 bucks, and then you go to work the next day. Hey,
2: I was at the game. Who won? Uh, I was a tie. That <laughs> yeah. sucks. Well, how many goes? Oh, uh, zero, zero. Really? Did they give you your money back when you left? Really? Like, some of your money? Most of it? Like, even more money for your time? What sporting event do you
1: think has the hottest chicks in the crowd?
2: It's got to be like a, a World Cup game.
1: Do you think it's the World Cup? Like if Brazil plays? Give me some other shit though, like Super Bowl. May, me, eh, I don't know. Probably not. We got a phone call. We got a caller. Call. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
0: Uh, Coop Jelly calling from Santa Monica. Sonny Santa Monica.
1: Coop, what's going on, man? What's on your mind?
0: It's Cavani, man. Give soccer
2: a chance, man. I am giving it a chance. I am.
0: Come on, it's, it's it's more enjoyable than watching some uh, some terrible tennis.
2: At if least buff,
0: uh, major tournaments. Come on.
2: At least in tennis, like a point is won every like twenty thirty seconds. In soccer, you could go ninety six minutes with nothing happening.
0: Yeah, but you gotta you gotta understand the finesse. You gotta understand like the the. the sometimes they score when they don't even score.
1: That's deep. That's some. That's,
2: that's, that's very deep. That's very deep. Okay. But
0: uh, uh, look. There's nothing better than a Brazil-Sweden final because the bars will be packed with hot women.
2: Well, okay, now you're speaking, now you're talking our language. That's Okay, right on don't Brand. talk to me about the intricacies of angles and passing and, you know, that's boring as shit. Now you're talking Brazil-Sweden. And I
0: have a problem LeBron's name once. What's that? Coop, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's talking about LeBron. Whatever, we have been something for us before we talk about you so frequently.
1: Coop, you're the man. Thanks for the call, brother
0: love
1: you <laughs> um i
2: figured someone was gonna call up mo i'm most threatening to call in too
1: meeks is uh meeks has a good point sec football
2: yeah that's not bad smoke shows if you do like a florida state lsu game or something or like old miss uh, old miss old miss, miss florida in,
1: state old miss in a community college it doesn't matter <laughs> old miss in anything definitely the hottest chicks what else has hot chicks a, what like a, a wimbledon final not enough people it's
2: not an old English people. It's too expensive. So real quick, Kofi just wrote, and Kofi's—he's um, a phenomenal tennis player, good soccer player too. He goes, yeah, but sometimes nobody deserves to lose. Bullshit. Somebody
1: nobody. always deserves. So to lose. last
2: night, last yeah. night the tennis channel aired. If Kale's listening, this will be good. The tennis channel aired. Hold on to that call one sec. Call it. if you're calling in. Give me a sec. I gotta finish this. Call back in about two minutes. The tennis channel aired this uh, Federer Nadal greatest match of all time, the Wimbledon final 2008, and. Uh, Couple matches they played each other, a, you know, a bunch. Federer said if someone deserved to tie that, I would. If they told me before the match that it was going to be a draw, I would have accepted that. Because Rafa, another competitor, blah, blah 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 That's just something you say. I wish we could have tied today. That's what Sloane Stevens said when she beat Madison Keys in the U.S. Open final because they're best friends. Guess what? When she saw that one point seven million dollar check, yeah, she didn't want to draw. She didn't want to take no. four hundred thousand out of that and split it. That's just something you say. I get that no teams deserve to lose, but that's why we play. There's a winner and a loser. That's it. Period. End of story. I know I might be in the minority of that because I'm not a soccer guy, but that drives me crazy. Yeah, I don't buy
1: into that, man. You don't don't go out there and compete and not like, oh, man, that was a great battle. Let's just tie.
2: Let's just just go.
1: Uh, Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. A couple more uh, entries into the hottest sporting event. The Waste Management Open. That's a good call. (laughs) That is a great... Great call. Who was that? Who Parker that said that. That's up I think there. We're re-
2: I mean, that's not in the same ballpark as a World Cup I don't know, final. man.
1: The, you're, out, you're down there in Phoenix. Sun's shining. They got like a couple hundred thousand people walking around. Everybody's drinking. A lot of good-looking women at the Waste Management. And then Rob said Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium in December. The hottest yeah. chicks. Maybe the best hairdressers and nail salon owners. I'll tell you
2: what. I've been to a few Giants-Eagles games. I don't think not I've ever a good, Come on. Not it's a good-looking good crowd.
1: There. No. No. A lot of Sherman Oaks force. Walking around that, a lot,
2: a lot of Secaucus fours. <laughs> they couldn't even get into California <laughs> or caucuses. Driver says is
1: killing it on the uh, it's his, it's uh, with his, his pictures. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, we have a theme here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big-breasted women. Yeah, at soccer. Yeah, you games. take
2: Brazil with uh, you know all the dark features, and then you take like Sweden or some of those Scandinavian countries.
1: A lot of crossbreeding might
2: happen there. Man. <laughs> this is what happens this in is great soccer. we're not even doing a show we're just watching Jarvis oh man anyway it's fun to get caught up in the whole hoopla I could do without the actual games because they're really boring
1: who won people are on the message board watching this who won Belgium Japan somebody somebody let us know who won apparently it was a crazy ending they're all crazy man like a penalty kick by nature it's just like a crazy ending. So So
2: Kofi, you're you're probably our most educated soccer guy on the board right now. Tell us why the purists hate uh you might have been calling in to tell us that. I don't know. Why they hate penalty kicks so much. Because it's not the game isn't so it's you know, you don't
1: if a basketball game is tied after two overtimes. Belgium one. You don't just like shoot foul shots. Like that, you, you play the game. The game should be dictated. The outcome should be dictated by the actual form of the game being played. Right. You know, you get to the 16th inning in baseball, you run out of pitchers. You don't have a home run derby. They you were bring, talking
2: about doing something like that
1: this year. Yeah, you bring in the second baseman to pitch. You make do. I mean, that's the game is it ends in the form in which it started. So, so I get that. But I mean, it's just it's so much better than the actual game that
2: it's, it's hard to argue with. It's it's so much better. It's exciting. That's, that's the thing that drives me great. It's exciting. Wayne said earlier, the only soccer he watches are Sports Center highlights. I'm going to throw this out there. There's not much better that I enjoy watching than soccer highlights. If you could take those 90 seconds and give me those one, two, or three goals in about 15 seconds or those 90 minutes and compress it down to 15 seconds, I'm in because that is fun. I mean, that, that's fun to watch. But the rest, oh, God, the posturing in the middle of the field – and let me ask you this question. From a, we, do, we do we talk a lot about eye test, and we, we feel like we know a lot about sport. Love the eye test. Okay? There were a few times in one of the games I was watching the other day that they get a corner kick. Corner kicks are very exciting. You stuff everybody near the goal. You kick the ball up. Somebody's going to jump higher than everyone else. Stuff
1: everybody near the goal.
2: Right? Is that the actual term? Uh, but,
1: I think it's a little more intricate than that. A but little bit, fair, yeah. fair enough. But
2: pretty much that's it. You keep one guy back in case the guy screws up. Anyway when they there were there was one team i forget it might have been your team croatia where they would just kick the ball to their buddy like 2 feet away in the corner kick and then dribble in and reset again and let the defense set up that that, that seemed a little weird to me uh, it seems like you have the def- you have so much leverage on the defense at that point why give them a chance to set up it's like calling so a timeout so you're a soccer expert now but no it's the, it's the same thing as but it's one of those questions i have I, i'm i'm asking it's the same thing as not calling a timeout when you get a rebound at the end of the game down one you go and you don't let the defense have time to sit in a chair and figure out who to cover. You let them go. That's fun. That's exciting. Why wouldn't you do that in soccer, too? That's what I don't get.
1: I'm with Meeks. I would much rather watch a soccer game than a baseball game.
2: Well, baseball's got a lot of problems right now. Baseball and has a lot of They have to address them. And we, I mean, we talk about purists, they're going to have to change up big time to, to keep people watching because right now nobody's watching baseball. It's too long, and it's, it, it's 140 years it's been going on, and now we're saying it's too long? And stuff needs to change. People are gonna be furious because some big time stuff is gonna be happening with baseball because it's it's too slow and it's an ADD generation and the time is shifting, personalities are changing. People aren't watching baseball. I had a tough time yesterday watching the Yankees Red Sox. I love Yankees Red Sox. Yankees were up eleven nothing or nine nothing, and I was like, I, "This is boring as shit." There's gonna be a hangover
1: for people when the World Cup ends. I'm calling it. Yeah. People are gonna be a little depressed. But not because- for the right, not for the. Dude, because at the end of the day, what drives all of this bullshit? Gambling does. Yeah. Like that's what all of us like about sports. We can like we have a little invested interest here or there, whether it's DraftKings or a couple bucks on this. We talked about on the way in. DraftKings has tennis now for Wimbledon. Like all of our friends are going nuts. They aren't even tennis fans hitting us up for info. Mm -hmm. Kale's already like, dude, I'm gonna have a daily video, you know, for DraftKings tennis. It's the best thing that's ever happened to tennis. Yeah. And the gambling with the World Cup. I haven't done that much of it. I've bet a couple overs here and there, but I'm checking lines every day, and having gambling conversations about the World Cup. When that mm-hmm. ends, I'm not gonna have like a oh, Scherzer's pitching tonight. He's minus 320 against the Tigers. Like that? No. Like I, I don't care about that.
2: Right. So I, I don't know. I'm gonna miss the World Cup. Gambling drives every day, especially on this show. You know, any chance we get to talk gambling, we will. DraftKings going to tennis is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, tennis needs it. It absolutely needs it. Uh, to do d- d- even DraftKings baseball had to change up the way they gave us baseball. Remember, uh, like, did probably two years ago, DraftKings basketball ended when you got to the conference finals because you couldn't do one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing one game because they want to keep it going. I mean, it's all financially driven, but baseball is so tedious to do an entire lineup on DraftKings. And I'm speaking about me personally, and I think a lot of other people are, that they're giving us like four other ways. They're giving us, like, five players. Well, we just have to pick one. And then a the next tier, five players, we're going to pick one. Or we could do one game. Or you could do a, a group of two games. They're giving us options. Couldn't be better for tennis. They got a little issue with the scoring. I don't know why you just get 30 for walking out on the court. We had, I hope Stringer's still listening right now, because I'm going to do, a, actually, not even a humble brag. I'm just going to brag. Brag it out. What? Did you win some money? We, um, we, we did, we, yeah. So we, you and I? We, we did a contest. Oh. You, me, Stringer, B, uh, winner take all. Contest? Five bucks. Taken down by me. First day. Day one. Uh and then I've currently dropped to forty fourth out of like five thousand on the other one. Look,
1: I'm a tennis fan. I, I you know, I I will check Wimbledon scores at my leisure. I woke up today and like went right to my phone. Just because the DraftKings stuff was going on. Oh, so I encourage everybody out there. Like it's tons of fun. Like it, it'll get you into Wimbledon. We're in the dog days. Football's still two months away. There's not a lot going on. You gotta get yourself interested somehow in something in the sports world. And the DraftKings guys knocked it out of the park.
2: We always ask people when they come on the show, we do a list of questions, and we always say, what's the first thing you check on your phone in the morning? Mine is rarely DraftKings. Today it was DraftKings. What is the first thing you check on your phone in the morning? Depends. I mean, I check all my notifications, and if something big's going down, then it might be New York Post, it might be Instagram. Rarely is it Facebook anymore.
1: Skip, Skip Bayless just tweeted out that Joel Embiid was the best player in the Eastern Conference. First time I've ever agreed with Skip Bayless. I'm telling you, buddy, uh, the East is coming.
2: What okay. So are we done with soccer? We can yeah, always come back. That was a lot of soccer. That was a lot of soccer. Yeah. Thanks everybody. So getting for back to the rest though. of the NBA right now, because there are other people that play in this league besides LeBron James and the Golden State Warriors. There are? Evidently. Yeah. What does Philly do? Philly needs to do something.
1: Philly needs to do nothing. I figured you would say that. Philly really needs to stand pat. Do that, Grow these young guys.
2: So get, you're confident right now going into a seven-game series with Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals without home court advantage because Boston will have a better record than you. You're confident in that series. Uh, I mean, I am confident because,
1: as I said before, these guys are going to get better. It's not we, what we saw last year was the tip of the iceberg. Like, okay. another year together is not a bad thing. Like, we see, look, we lost Bellinelli to the Spurs, two-year deal. He was great for us. But that's just one of those moves that GMs need to make during the season to help, you know, you, you don't go into the season with this team and then ride it for nine months. Like, you you tweak this, you tweak that, you pick up guys here and there. Point being, I am a firm believer that Markel Fultz is going to be an all-star. I okay. think Markel Fultz is going to be an amazing NBA basketball player. So because I believe that, People talk about super teams. I think Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Markel Fultz is a super team. That's okay. three NBA superstars, in my opinion.
2: Okay. So to counteract that point right now, you're you're right. You guys are on the come-up, which I'm going to say right now. I don't know if Rob's on the board. Every every one of these teams is making the right moves on the right path except for the effing Knicks. It's driving me insane. We'll talk about that later. You guys are on that that, that right trajectory. Okay, An X factor is Markel Fultz. Huge potential or could stay right where it is if he doesn't get he has the yips apparently the chuck knoblock yips but there's another team in the east that's doing the same exact thing as you guys maybe even a little bit better or that's on a faster trajectory than you guys mm-hmm. so that's why i'm asking let's say that and i, I don't want to talk about mid-season trades but let's just say for the sake of it that you had and looked into your crystal ball right now and said, okay, halfway through the season, at the All-Star break next year, Boston's going to be up by like six games on us and ahead 3-0 on the series, and they've beaten us twice in Philly so far. you got to make a move. What If you're in the front office, what's your play right now?
1: What's my play if you're the Sixers? Yes.
2: I just told you, you're standing pat. But that's not
1: going to work right now. I, because- I think it is, though. I, I, look, I think Boston's very good, but you're just giving Boston like all the credit. Okay, Kyrie Irving, be healthy. Play an entire season. Jason Tatum's going to be great. That's fine. Jalen Brown's fine. Al Horford's getting older. Marcus Smart, they're probably going to lose somebody. Uh, Boston's very good, but I still believe the Sixers are the best team in the East. Assuming, which I do assume, all of these guys take an extra step. Look, we need shooting. Like I said, we lost Bellinelli. We bring Redick back. They'll be able to find shooting. That's not a problem. What Simmons and Embiid do is one of the most – powerful uh, things that two guys do in the NBA. There's, there's maybe four other teams that have two guys that can do what those guys do, and Boston is not one of them. Boston doesn't, Boston doesn't have two guys like Simmons and Embiid. Boston is a collective, yes, but I would rather start something with two just you know indestructible forces like those two guys who play off each other incredibly well.
2: How many games did Embiid play in last year?
1: Uh, I mean, wait, like 60 I mean, 60, 65?
2: Like, way more than anybody thought he would. Boston has Kyrie coming back.
1: Kurt, Kurt is sitting here saying that Fultz was, ma- Fultz was uh, not made available for any trades. That was the thing. Like, they came out. The skis was like, look, Simmons, Fultz, oh, and Oh, yeah, well, you get no n- value for him right now. Oh, okay, I-, I think people around the league think Fultz is going to be good. Fultz was the number one pick in the draft. I mean, for a reason. Right. Like, he was, he was the number one pick in the draft. He was amazing. Which he- a lot of people wondered why. The yips thing I just don't get. The guy got injured, and he's kind of fucked up. He'll straighten his jumper out. He's working on it. He's not going to play summer league. He's going to work on his jumper all year. Kawhi Leonard shot 27% from three at San Diego State. That guy couldn't fucking hit the broadside of a barn. And Chip okay. England took him but under his wing and maybe told I, him to maybe shoot. I need
2: to Maybe I need to put a little more pressure on you here. The Celtics are on let's say they're on the same trajectory as you right now. They have Gordon Hayward, an all-star, and Kyrie Irving, a top five NBA player, coming back to an already blossoming team right now. So not to mince words, they are two or three steps ahead of you guys right now. I understand you like your situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know who your GM is right now. I don't know what's going on in that situation. Let's say your owner right now says Jay Devlin, you are our GM right now. Until the season starts, you're on a test right now. Make a move, make a big splash Get us something we need so that we can realistically. Because I know you might, you're very subjective on this, so that realistically we could say we have a better shot than Boston. What's your move right now?
1: Uh, I'm sticking. I'm standing pat. I think Zaire Smith is a great draft pick. That's such a bad pick. idea, man. Uh, but like, what what move can you make? You're just throwing the. That's a what I'm asking. I'm but, trying to I'm get so you thinking, to answer but, something. But there is no move you can make. Okay. Like, yeah, you can go trade for Kawhi possibly. But like, there's not a, like guys just waiting to get picked up that are game changing players. You know those guys just don't grow on trees. What you do in the NBA is you have your cornerstone guys and you build around them and you fit guys in and mold them in to your style and your situation. So it's you know I wouldn't have known this time last year that Bellinelli and Ilyasova were going to be such integral parts of the team. But every year around the trade deadline, teams want to dump contracts, teams that are, are they want to lose games, they start unloading veteran guys that make an impact on playoff teams. So I don't know what's out there now. But I do know that the Sixers, presently as they are constructed, just need shooting. Everything else is in place for them to be fantastic and make title runs. I think they win a title within five years.
2: R.C. Buford calls you right now and says, hey, Jay Devlin, you're the GM. We want to give you guys Kawhi. Kemba, that's a good call by Kenny Neal. I like Kemba, sorry. You're the GM. You, got, you get Kawhi. What are you willing to give up from the Sixers right now? Um, are you willing to give up Markel Fultz? For an established player, I am okay. What else? I would, I
1: would, I, I We've talked. About, I would give up Sarge. I would give up Covington. I would give up. You know, I would give up. Uh, Fultz.
2: Sarge, Covington, uh, and Fultz, and you know, a conditional and draft Zaire right? Smith. Not a
1: conditional. Like that's not enough to get Kawhi Leonard. Like the pick's got to be a good pick,
2: but that, that's these. You, you I, I, to, I still you, don't understand why these picks are so valued. The Lakers don't want to give up picks. Guess what? You're a good team now. You're going to make the playoffs. You're not going to be in the lottery anymore. Give up the 27. But it's not the Sixers pick, pick that they would be
1: giving up. It would be the 2021 Heat pick, which is going to be you know hopefully like a great pick. But I would trade Zaire Smith. I, I would I would give up the farm to get Kawhi Leonard. You okay. Know, guy, like we've talked about that. Those are the guys that's you what, need that's to what get. I'm trying to Brett get Brown it. talked about it. we're star hunting. You try and get those guys. I'll figure out the rest later. The league has proven, history has proven that if you get the star guys, Ray Allen will go to the gym and start getting jumpers up and come out of retirement in March. Yeah, you'll get David West for the you know the veteran minimum. You know, guys will come to those situations. So get stars. Worry about the rest later. But I'm not doing all that unless Kawhi Leonard's re-signing.
2: Well, of course. Yeah, you're not gonna take him. You're not gonna give up that much for a one year, and then he says, "I'm out to L.A." Of course not. Of course not. Uh, number ten and twenty-six picks to move up to get Markel Fultz. Yeah, I, 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 these these reports. This is coming from NBA.com, the article that Kurtz just put up. Like. Uh, I, I still and again maybe I might be in the minority here, but like why these teams value draft picks so much when you're dealing with assets, star Mike. players? It's all about star assets. Star players. I understand what the Celtics are doing is kind of we haven't seen that in a little bit. What the Astros did in baseball, even though that's totally different, they now every team's trying to do what the Astros are doing. Yeah, but what it's the Cel- what the
1: story. Celtics did was is is not really like uh, attainable for 99% no, of, of the NBA. Not. They nailed draft picks. Of course. Like, they took Jalen Brown when nobody else was taking Jalen Brown, and he's awesome. Yeah. They traded down and still got the guy they wanted, and Jason Tatum is better than advertised. hmm They got Kyrie. I mean, ev- everything that they're doing is just coming up roses.
2: It's I heard a funny thing the other day that if uh, Danny Ainge calls you up. You don't answer. Just hang up the phone. What they did for Kyrie, I mean, look at – we don't even know where the hell uh, Isaiah Thomas is going to be. Will yeah. Isaiah Thomas be in the league Who? this year? Who or where?
1: Like, where's Isaiah Thomas going to be?
2: You might end up in some place like a Phoenix or something like that. That you kind of, it'll be a little footnote and you'll say, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. He's playing and in China,
1: China within two years. Wow. You
2: think so? You think yeah. he's on the Steph Marbury route?
1: I mean, I feel bad for him, but he's definitely playing in China at some point.
2: You think so? Will that be one of the biggest declines?
1: You go from possibly a max contract. Top second five MVP, MVP, second MVP voting. Led the league in fourth quarter points.
2: Had an absurd playoff. Unstoppable almost in the playoffs. Heart and soul of a
1: basketball team. A number one seed, mind you, in the East. Shipped off to Cleveland. And shipped off to China within two years.
2: Cleveland, Los Angeles. You're just getting closer and closer to China. That's crazy. I mean, that's I don't know what kind of fall that would be, but that's pretty big. That's huge. So, yeah, if Danny Ainge calls you up, hang it up. I, I, I don't know. I To get personal.
1: I love getting personal.
2: Me and Rob, I don't know if you're still out. We started the Knicks support group last night because we feel like everyone's going to the dance right now except us, and we never are. And one of our buddies chimed in and was like, oh, in five years you're going to be mad you denounced the Knicks. I said, dude, I filled out the paperwork like 15 years ago. You're wearing freaking Laker shorts for Christ's <laughs> sake. Uh, I, And it just... It drives me crazy that I still get so mad at this team, okay? We're putting our entire future on Kristaps. At least it's like an inkling of hope, but we haven't heard any big names coming out. Like, it's just, ah, man, it sucks being a Knicks fan, and it's so frustrating. It's organically hard
1: to build a basketball team in the NBA without getting stars. End of story. But it's New York. Like, it's
2: New York fucking city.
1: It drives me crazy. It's dysfunctional. Look, James Dolan might sell the team. I mean, that would probably be the best thing. That would be the thing best gonna, thing.
2: Best thing to happen for the Knicks. That guy can't walk down the street in New York. The only reason why nobody's got him yet is because of the Rangers. That's it. I mean, it's it's unreal. I miss so much cheering for my team in basketball. Yeah. I, I, I love basketball. So, you know what? Yeah, I like watching these Warriors. They are so much fun to watch. Okay, I love watching Giannis. I like watching the Lakers. I like watching Lonzo, see what he's doing. And I love that, but I miss cheering for my team. And if we can I'm get just optimistic
1: back. today because I think the next. David Fisdale was a great hire for them. But I think the, it's looking bright. Now free agents might want to come there. Guys respect him
2: around the league. And free agents don't want to go there anymore. It, uh, I'm it, just saying it, Fisdale's
1: the guy that got, the players in the league want to play for. Did coaching you hear the matters. Report? Kurtz is on there talking about coaching and Brad Stevens. Like coaches matter. Guys want to go play with D'Antoni because they know they're going to get wide open corner threes. D'Antoni is the core's field of coaching in the NBA. If you need a contract, go sign a one-year deal with D'Antoni. Of course. Have a fucking great year. Trevor Reese has got $15 million
2: from Phoenix. The report that came out yesterday, too, and this, this didn't get enough traction, was that apparently Jeannie Buss talked to LeBron weeks ago and said, if you can get Fizdale to replace—what's uh, his name? Hold on one sec, caller. If you can get Fizdale pushing the call, yeah, come on. If you can get Fizdale to replace Walton, then he's in. First of all, I don't know how that's not tampering. I, uh, the whole tampering thing is just get rid of everybody's it. tampering. Yeah, everybody, just get rid of the tampering thing. Uh, and Jeannie said no, and she still got her guy. And then Fisdale went to the Knicks. Why is that even? Why is that not a bigger story? LeBron wanted Walton out. What, like this is going to blow up soon. We're going to be referencing this right now in a couple of weeks. When this story comes back around and said, dude, LeBron didn't want Walton. Well, guess what? He's got him. He signed here. That's the know.
1: subplot that people aren't talking about that I'm the most interested in. Yeah, that's a I huge I want to see how he coexists with Luke Walton. I think Luke Walton's a strong enough personality, has a strong enough resume as, you know, as a player and as a coach. I mean, he coached those Golden State teams when Steve Kerr's back was hurt. Yeah. That he's not going to be a pushover. Like, Tyrone Lou looked like a deer in headlights. He looked terrified of LeBron. I, I don't think that's the Luke Walton thing. LeBron likes to use his stature to intimidate people. He tried to do it to Eric Spoelstra when they lost to Dallas in the finals that first year, like kind of nudge them coming out of a time or going into a timeout. Yeah, like he's not going to do that to Luke Walton. You don't think so? No, that's just not going to happen.
2: It was interesting listening. It was Ramona Shelburne breaking down the contract, and they said, "What do you What do you take from him signing a a three plus, which is a four year deal?" He goes, "She goes, nothing. This is normal." This was an FU to Dan Gilbert. Oh, totally an FU to Dan Gilbert. Absolutely. He held that
1: team hostage for for four years.
2: Of course. With his one-year deals. With his one-year deals. Yeah. And he got them a ring, which is more than Cleveland could have possibly asked for. And Gilbert was very good today, wishing him the best of luck. And thank you so much for coming back, getting us through it. It was great. It it was normal. Why does Dan Gilbert get so much shit? I, I really want somebody
1: to tell me that. Like, this guy is the most hated guy in Cleveland, probably. You never hear anybody say a nice word about him. Uh, he seems smug, right? So like you just judge him by how he looks. He just kind of looks like a dick. What an awesome owner. No basketball yeah. team in the NBA spent more money than Dan Gilbert in the last four years. He paid these luxury taxes. Mm-hmm. He paid for guys. Yeah. He never said no. That's exactly what you want in an owner.
2: Yeah, that's a, you uh, got, got had- a ring in Cleveland. You didn't get a ring in LA or the city or New York these cities that win quite a bit. You got a ring in Cleveland. This guy needs a statue. Yeah. And I guarantee Cleveland people hate him. Yeah.
1: And they're burning him in effigy today. Because LeBron didn't he, like him. LeBron didn't like him. That's why he left. Dan Gilbert's the worst. No. Dan Gilbert is exactly what you want in your owner.
2: He's going to spend a lot of money. And he owns casinos, too. There you go. Which is his priority, which is, I guess, why people don't like him. But that, in theory, that makes sense. If you're not giving your team, the Cavs, any attention, he, you're right. He gave the keys to LeBron. So who do you want? Tristan Thompson, cool. Yeah, J.R. Smith, call him up, get yeah. him in here. Now, the, okay. some of the decisions weren't
1: great, but I don't put that on Dan Gilbert. It's not Dan Gilbert, he he has not. an open checkbook. It's David Griffin. Mm-hmm. It's Kobe Altman. Now, it's LeBron when he it's was LeBron. there. It's Clutch Sports. Yeah, Dan Gilbert just said, "What do you need?" That's a great owner. It's on everybody else below. Who do you
2: think goes down on the hierarchy? First of all, six of the eight top score or eight of the top ten scores in the history of the league. Have all played for the Lakers now, which is an interesting stat. Um, when it's fans all are said be intolerable. and done. Yeah. On the hierarchy, Jordan and then the rest, who goes higher, LeBron or Kobe? LeBron. Okay. Not even close. Okay. I agree. How about all the crazy LA fans? And we know a million of them who think it's not even close that Kobe should be ahead of him. Where do they sit on this whole thing now? They've hated LeBron. And now it's now it gets interesting. It's always that guy like I hate that guy. But if he was playing for my team, I would love that guy.
1: That's another fun dovetail side plot is like Kobe showing up at Staples, sitting front row, reminding LeBron every single night that he's Mr. Laker. Oh, and then you look over his shoulder. There's Magic Johnson.
2: Well, that's that. That goes along with the whole thing. Kobe came out with the tweets and all that stuff yesterday, and was phenomenal. You know, can't we take little bro under my wing? Blah blah blah. Oh, blah, family, shit, hates like that. Me. shit like that. Guys don't like being but called little bro. This goes back <laughs> when I was saying about <laughs> why he wouldn't come like to L.A. That. If he goes to the cliff if he goes to the Knicks, he and gets them to the playoffs, he's a god in New York, in the center of the universe, New York City. Yeah, Kurtz, I said that. But he comes to L.A. He's and doesn't win a ring, mind you. Let's say he wins a ring. Let's say he wins two. Guess what? You're still up there with Magic, Kareem, Wilt, Kobe, Shaq. Like you're just kind of mixed in. But one thing that I do like is all the obviously the comparisons with Jordan and all this stuff. He'll be the first person in the history of the league to win on three separate teams. Something yeah. Jordan never did.
1: Well, that was my next question. I would absolutely take... LeBron does not win a title with the Lakers. Maybe it even money if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. I, I might even pay a little bit. I might even pay a little minus 120. It's not for a, a foregone year, yeah. conclusion that he's just going to go there and win title. This is year 16. He hasn't broken down. He looks amazing. He's probably got four or five years left maybe. That's like on the on the, the higher end of the spectrum. But this Golden State team's not going anywhere for two years. He's yeah. not beating them for two more years. Even if – So in three years, he's still he's going to be on year 19. That's nuts. That's nuts. The
2: only peg to drop that would be Cle- – or Golden State would be Clay going somewhere. And if he went somewhere, it, it might be the Lakers. Um, another little stat. No player in the history of sports has won an MVP on three separate teams. Another little footnote. I don't know if he's right. got another MVP in him. He had one this year. I don't know – how he didn't get Is it. Is that
1: a compliment? Or does that mean you're just jumping ship a lot?
2: Uh, in the, you could say it's jumping ship, but he, that's a compliment, 100% for him. Without all a doubt. you are right, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm a nitpicking a little yeah. bit. Um, another little number, and I love this stuff. I love all the stories, that are, and I don't love the fact that Cleveland's going to go to shit after this, the city. But um, the Cavs season tickets value apparently at the end of this season – they made all their season ticket holders sign a three year max or three wow. year extension Dang on Gilbert's their season genius. tickets. Uh, but the value has already dropped sixty percent on those season tickets. I'm gonna be honest, I thought it would be a little bit more. Because uh. who's going to see Kevin Love and J.R. Smith in Cleveland?
1: Well, you asked earlier who who are people gonna go get? Well, the fire sale is gonna start in Cleveland.
2: Yeah. So look, Kevin Love is a piece. Kevin Love, where, that's a
1: great second, third piece on any where, team. Where's Kevin up? He'd be great on the Sixers.
2: Cheapest Lakers season ticket, way up. Was thirty five hundred dollars. Now it's six grand. Six grand just to get in yeah, the building for the season. I mean
1: season. everybody's priced out. Crazy. The circus is gonna be real. And I, I always give LeBron a lot of credit because his entire life has been a circus. He's fantastic in the middle of all that.
2: He's it, you can't be any better. He's
1: unfazed by all of it. Mm-hmm. But that being said, look, he was in he was the underdog in Cleveland for four years. And he's the underdog now. But now he's under the like the, the spotlight. Like the spotlight in LA is a little different than being the underdog in Cleveland. And I it's a, again, it's a totally different situation for him. All the things in the ecosystem are things he's never had to confront in his career before. He bulldozed everybody, everywhere he went, especially Cleveland. You watch the introductions, it's like twenty minute highlights of LeBron, and then, oh, by the way, these other four guys are starting. Mm-hmm. It just was all about him and, and like they let him get away with that. I, I don't think that's gonna happen here with the Lakers because there's so many strong personalities already in place with Magic, with Genie Bus, you know, with Kobe kind of in the shadows, with Luke Walton. So we're gonna see if LeBron can dial it down. Two or three notches and, you know, play well with others.
2: He might be he might be itching for this. He might say, I've gone to the finals the last thirty years in a row. I need a little break. Yeah, let's get these young guys and I'll kinda babysit and move when I need to and I'll I'll combine with Luke and we'll we'll figure something out and who knows. I mean it's That's it's, all fine and dandy until you until you start out six
1: and twelve. Yeah. And then, you know, look, if you look back to those Miami teams, right, when he went to Miami the first year, I think they started out 8-10. and 10, Yeah, that was tough. Was their number. They and were less than that, I think. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a fantastic start. But you kind of knew
2: because of the pieces they had. That guy they just put up. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. The guy yelling in Cleveland was my old buddy Chad, by the way. Oh, He's yeah? A radio guy in Cleveland. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, you're good. Um, you know, you knew that that Miami team was going to get it together and even when lebron went back to cleveland like he was already orchestrating like wiggins for love mm-hmm. and you know getting some they had kyrie who was you know a couple years in and a former number 1 pick so there was you know there was a mold there where you could see success was going to happen i i don't think that mold is there right now with the lakers i think presently what they have this is going to be his biggest challenge unless they make like a crazy move i.e. get Kawhi.
2: Which they will. Boogie, something like that. And it might not be this year again. It might be next year. It might be getting Kawhi for nothing when he's a free agent. Assuming Philly doesn't pick him off or something. I mean, that's rolling the dice. LeBron's been in the finals like eight, nine straight years. We've never
1: seen him throw a season away. Right. Every year we've watched him play basketball, he is a threat to get to the finals guaranteed, but to win the finals. Well, this would be, if they don't do anything, That's a different narrative for him. Like, he's
2: not getting to the finals. He's not winning a championship with this team. And another interesting thing this morning, this might have been Shelburne, saying that he's doing this on his terms. He's not getting knocked out early by the Celtics or the Sixers. He's doing this on his terms. He's going to L.A. knowing that his final streak is going to be over after this year. And he's okay with that. And, again, this is all speculation. Nobody's talked to him yet. Brian Windhorst isn't following him around like he did in Cleveland. It's going to be a little bit different I'm here. Brian Windhorst. So let's say you're. These NBA writers. You're God. LeBron right now. Your assistant goes, hey, phone call. Who is it? LeVar Ball. You take the call, and what do you say? Wait, if, if LeVar Ball is calling who? You're LeBron. Yeah. LeVar Ball is calling LeBron today.
1: Oh, take a note. No, no take, you know, send him to voicemail. And that's it. That's how you're starting off the relationship. He's not dealing with that shit right now. LeBron is not dealing with any ball. That's beneath him. That's it's, like Yeah, childish. but it's not beneath
2: LeVar to call up and say, no, LeBron will take my phone call. I'm not going through his agent or his assistant. I'm calling LeBron directly.
1: Yeah, he's not taking that call.
2: You don't think so? No. And then do you call him back or you just forget about it? No. Tough I, way to le- start off that relationship. Uh, I'd
1: call Lonzo. It, but it doesn't why does it have why does he have to have a relationship with LeVar Ball? It's up to everybody else to get along with LeBron. It's not yeah. up for LeBron to get along with everybody else. But he's reaching out. He's trying. No, he's not trying. He's going he's gonna to
2: call you and then go on a show and say, I called
1: LeBron, blah, 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 blah. But that's what I'm
2: saying. That's what, like, that's kind of the point of this. Is if you take that call and make nice for 45 seconds, 60 seconds, then, okay, then you might not have to deal with that for a little while. That could be a big minute. But if you don't call him back, then you get LeVar going on every show. Yapping about how LeBron hasn't called me back. I tried to and call then, him. And you know what? Lonzo's
1: on the first fucking train out if that happens. And and LeVar is is stupid, yes, but he's not he's a complete not freaking stupid. idiot. Okay. No, um, oh, what was I going to say? I, I, I had a very good question. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to think B about it. B brings
2: whatever. up a good point. when isn't ready to hit the beach. Oh, yeah. The that's So-Cal what I was going to talk about.
1: What do you think about the freaking Woj Bombs? Let's talk about the Woj Bombs. If one more person sends me a screenshot of a Wojnarowski, of, woj of a Woj Bomb, I got Brandon Brooks texting me. Is there a drink called a Woj Bomb? Like, look, the guy's good at what he does. I don't mm-hmm. know what he does.
2: How he the, gets the info first?
1: Well, but, like, this is good. The free agency stuff is solid, right? So, like, that's entertaining. I, he's dialed in. He knows where everybody's going. I, the draft stuff I don't care about. What right. he does at the draft is so stupid to me because mm-hmm. I'm about to find out 30 seconds later anyway. Yeah. So, like, I don't care. But, like, what? How did this happen with this guy? How did he get to this point? Why are teams so beholden to him? Does he have pictures? Does he have videos of people with kids doing nefarious shit in Thailand? That's what we're wondering. Like, who is this guy? Who is Woj? I don't get it. And then you got all these people, like the Wind Horse and Shams. You know, Shams. I don't know if you follow Shams. And, McMenamin and- Yeah, like everybody's trying to break something. Yeah. It's like,
2: we're going to find out anyway. Tell me a month ago, tell me a month ago, LeBron's going to the Lakers. It's 2018. It's uh, it's all over Twitter. I, I didn't even find out from Woj. I happened to jump online at that time. And Scott Winhauser, who's a monster Lakers fan, he put it up. Boom. He knew he knew before Woj put it up on Twitter. In all honesty, Uh just had a big movie come out. We got to get him on the show. Um, I, I I don't I don't Woj bomb. What it's a good little marketing thing. It's
1: cute, and I'm not trying to rip the guy. Yeah. I just I don't understand it and I would like to know. Like somebody needs to do like a thirty for thirty on Woj. Like where did this gets, where did this guy come from? He gets
2: the information like ten seconds before Broussard does or something like that. Yeah,
1: how's he getting the info before everybody else? You hear stories about I heard a story one reporter was gonna break something about the Sixers about uh, not Javel, about uh Jabari Parker, not Jabari Parker about uh, Jaleel Okafor. Okay, like being lazy or something happened with drinking. It was like a weird story, and the guy went to the front office of the Sixers, and the guy was like, "Look, it might have happened, but just let me tell Woj first." And this was the reporter telling the story, and the reporter was like, "What? I'm running this." Yeah. So either like give me a give me you know a soundbite or don't. Right. But this guy was so terrified that maybe does Woj cut people off? Maybe like why, he's got does, some he, why shady does he why does he have so deal. much power?
2: He doesn't look like a guy who would wield a lot of power too uh, yeah. as far as muscle, you know. Uh I don't know. And Windhorst, maybe he's got exclusive rights. I don't I don't know. Well, I mean Windhorst has been following LeBron around since a kid was in 6th grade. Like why doesn't he have a restraining order against them? Against Windhorst?
1: Yeah, I mean around the is that what you do now? You just like a you know, a fledgling reporter, and you go to the local sixth, seventh grade YMCA. That kid's good. I'm just gonna yeah. follow him and his family around. That's creepy. Do you have a van?
2: But that's the deal. That's what I mean. We wouldn't know who Brian Windhorst is if he didn't attach himself to LeBron before anybody else. And, and what I don't like about Windhorst, he's super smug. I don't like
1: the smug people. See, I kind of like that. Maybe he's I, over, like I think he's overcompensating because he's overweight, and he's like people probably give him a hard time. Yeah. That, that's my my breakdown. That's my okay. You know my Freudian breakdown of Winhorse. but I, I just don't like the guy. Like I like I want to like somebody when I turn on a TV, unless you know, you're like fucking Joffrey from like Game him. of Thrones. I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a guy I want to have a drink with. He seems like a dismissive dude. That if I saw you him think in he could a bar, talk about
2: anything else besides LeBron.
1: See what I loved about what Legler was like when I first met Legler a long time ago was sitting in a bar with him. He would not only talk basketball. He talked basketball with anybody, and it wasn't in a you know dismissive I'm smarter than you way. Right. He had a great way about him where. He, you know, he you really felt like he valued your opinion. I don't think Windhorse does that. Like, Windhorse is sitting there with his mozzarella sticks and his appetizer sampler, and I'm trying to talk to him about the Chris Paul deal, and he's just noshing on mozzarella sticks. Like, he's not giving okay. me anything. That's my Windhorse feeling.
2: Okay. And, man, I love mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right now. With some good, like, heated red sauce. Some I had Mariner. to
1: park so far away today because you stole, my, stole the spot at the last second. I'm parked next to Arby's on Sunset, and it's going to be really difficult not to get mozzarella sticks after the show.
2: Where would you get mozzarella? Don't if you Arby's. say Arby's, we're ending the show. That's it. We're done. But Arby's got has? It. Arby's has good. You're not you, getting mozzarella sticks at Arby's. What's wrong? Dude, like, are we even friends? How do you screw up a mozzarella I get a mozzarella oh, stick my God, anywhere. Dude,
1: a homeless guy on the corner could be selling mozzarella sticks. They're good. You can't screw up a mozzarella stick.
2: You've Done an hour and forty minutes. Cheese. You haven't got me mad. Now I'm furious. You're so much better than that. Arby's? But it's still good. Like, I could take it out of the Arby's
1: packaging and, you know, put it on in like a nice, some nice fine china, the Scavati china from 1865 with grandma's gravy next to it. And you'd be like, man, that's a tasty mozzarella stick. you just
2: pissed someone off because we got another phone
1: call. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
0: It's Dan from Sacramento.
1: Dan from Sacramento. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
0: What's going on, Jay? Nothing, buddy. What do the Six? What do the Sixers do next?
1: The Sixers. Well, we touched on that a little bit. I, I am a firm believer that the Sixers stand pat. I like where they are. I like the young talent. We need Zaire Smith to step up. We need him to be, to be. Uh, you know, if he turns out to be a good shooter, he's already a great athlete. We need Foltz to fix his jumper. We need to re-sign J.J. Redick, and then we need to get a little lucky around the around the trade deadline and pick up some some veteran guys like we did last year with Bellinelli and Ilyasova. And we'll be just fine. I agree. We'll be just fine. Simmons and Embiid are about to take.
0: So, so Jay, it's good to hear you say we. So you're still a Sixers fan, huh? I'm.
1: I've always been a Sixer fan. Look, I'm not an Eagles fan. I mean, everybody knows that. I know that.
0: I love the still Sixers. Still
1: Green Bay? No, I'm not. No, no Green Bay for That was only to piss the people off when. Uh, and then Freddie Mitchell caught that fucking stupid fourth and twenty-six. You know, <laughs> and, and and broke a lot of hearts. But no, a Sixers Phillies. I'm I'm ride or die. I, I'm in it till the end. So what you always, about have, you? Been. What you always about you? have been. What about you? What do you think about the uh, the Sixers going forward? Do you think that's a good plan for them, or are you a little upset? I like the-
0: what the, I like the one year. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit of course. Anytime you can get a really good player, the best player, it's a little bit painful to not see it happen. But one year deals, and then back to the drawing board for next year. So
1: I love the optimism, my friend. I like it. Dan Brella, thanks for calling in, my friend. You got it, brother. Take care, brother. Dan Brella, great fan, great Philadelphia sports fan. One of the more positive people I know from Philadelphia. You don't have a lot of positive Philly sports fans, like now they expect you do. the worst. Barela, positive guy. I like that. I like that.
2: You guys are getting way too positive. We don't like it.
1: Let's get back to these mozzarella sticks.
2: I'm I'm shifting gears. That was a, the perfect Why? segue. Have I, you ever had a bad mozzarella stick? Yeah, all Where? the time. Really? Yeah. Where do you get too thick breading? The shitty cheese. It's uh, no. You need to time it out perfectly. And I'm, I guarantee you, Arby's isn't on the clock for timing these out perfectly. Oh man. I, I just
1: disagree, uh, and you haven't even had one, and you're ripping it. I, look, don't, I the, don't need to have one. The I sauce leaves a, li- leaves a little to be desired. Oh, here we that go. That being said, you could dip a fucking piece of barbed wire in Arby's sauce or horsey sauce, and it tastes amazing. We're Arby's going to lunch after this. I'm not going to Arby's.
2: Arby's has the best sauces in the fast food world. No, dude. I don't even know Arby's sauce. Dude, Chick-fil-A gives you everything you could possibly right, want. I
1: knew you are going Chick-fil-A. I was thinking Chick-fil-A. Okay, look. Chick-fil-A is the Golden State Warriors. In this scenario, Arby's is the Lakers. They got some great sauces.
2: All right. So I got to <laughs> ask you a question yeah, right now. Fire away. If starving in four years LeBron doesn't win a ring with the Lakers, is it a failure? Of course it's a failure. Why? Because LeBron James
1: is about winning titles. LeBron James is about legacy. That's his entire career is like winning championships. Getting to NBA finals It's like I say it all the time and people get pissed at me. He's he's more Jim Kelly than he's Bill Russell. He's more Jim Kelly than he is Michael Jordan. He's not Jim Kelly. He gets there, but if he's not winning titles, and now he's in the West, and all the LeBron lovers that say, oh, man, he's been to nine straight titles or nine straight finals, he's amazing. He's not going to be getting to these finals now. Now that's one more argument for the LeBron people that they can't make. So I, I said it. I would take... LeBron doesn't win a title at even money right now. I don't think he wins one with the Lakers. Something monumental would have to happen. Golden State would have to completely fall apart. Guys would have to – Kawhi would have to sit out if he doesn't get traded there and show up.
2: Doesn't win a title. Okay. You don't agree? I don't think he does either. I I, I think everyone's so quick to just assume – and we talked about this much earlier, the Celtics were the exception, but – just, let's say they get Kawhi and Boogie. That still doesn't move the needle far enough, in my opinion, to beat Golden State. Golden State's so far ahead. I don't even think we got the full assertiveness of Golden State. Yeah, when they were down 3-2 to Houston, we got it. But, like, I, I don't think they were paying much attention. I think they know they are so far ahead of everybody that Boogie and Kawhi, who, who's bigger – let's say just for ridiculous – conversation. Let's say they got Paul George and Kawhi. That still doesn't move the needle enough. Nope. That doesn't do it. Not even close, in my opinion. I think they still get pretty pretty run out of the gym by a Golden State. Hey, Kenny brings up a good point, man. Durant gets two
1: more rings. LeBron doesn't get any more rings. Oh, yeah. I mean, the LeBron argument, look. Dude, it's already an argument. Two more rings would put Durant over the top. Oh, absolutely, but the, uh, more on the, like, we, we had to endure all the, during the playoffs, the LeBron-MJ comparisons and the arguments, right? Yeah. So it's easy, because we're watching LeBron be great, lead these, this cast of just, like, you know, awful players to the finals year after year, He won a title, so it's easy to make that argument. But if he keeps losing and doesn't pick up any more rings, this LeBron-is-better-than-MJ argument is toast. It is complete toast. So I I think in two or three years, LeBron, beware of what you wish for.
2: I think that, and again, I watched that Nadal Federer thing last night, and you talk about rivalries. LeBron is coming along at a shitty time with this super team up in Golden State, up in San Fran, up in Oakland. I think they move to San Fran next year, right? But that's why he did what he did, Mike. Of course, because beca- Golden State the is
1: making everybody
2: rethink everything they're doing. But Federer would have won nine more grand slams if Nadal wasn't around he'd be far and away the best player he already is the best player uh Sampras would have won without Agassi but guess what those guys pushed each other right now Golden State doesn't need any pushing did you just okay? Instagram me talking about that about the Lakers when I asked if they were gonna if him going makes Cause it. my
1: buddy John Pasternak who works for the Lakers he's up in Sacramento right now for I think for some summer league stuff Uh-oh. and so he, he already just texted me <laughs> oh out. No. he said you're a failure <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay good he didn't take it too seriously. See, we're getting we're expanding our reach. I like it. I um, like it. I mean yeah, Kurtz, so the Lakers are going to go get more talent, but like and this is why people ask if the Golden State's bad for the NBA because no matter what the Lakers do, I don't think it moves the needle. People are so quick to say, "Oh yeah, they're okay, Vegas has them at you know, the second favorite. That means they'll they'll get one eventually." No, they're not. And you know what? I think I think Cleveland got lucky getting that second one out of the 4 years for the Golden State. And I think yeah, you got to put Durant in the conversation soon. Sure, he jumped ship and he was up three-one against that team, and it was a, if you can't beat him, join him kind of thing. And people gave him some shit about that. That all fades away because when you talk rings, tell me Bill Russell's stats. Nobody knows Bill Russell's stats. He won eleven rings. That's the only stat that matters. That's it. Yeah. Derek Jeter. Guess what? Nomar was a better shortstop than him, but who got the rings? Jeter did. That's it. Tom Brady. He's got rings. It's a. It, it's pretty simple. You know, and the Montana people will say, "Oh, Montana was three for three or four for four, whatever he was." That's great, but who's got the rings? That's it. Jordan six for six. He lost in the Eastern Conference Finals twice. Nobody talks about that. This He's got Chris, six rings.
1: this Chris, this Chris Paul. If he didn't get hurt, Golden State wouldn't. It's not true. It's just not true. Golden, just, State, Golden
2: State didn't pay them enough attention. It wasn't. That's what I just said. And what, What's that?
1: Golden State is more beatable than they should be. I, I, what do you mean? Like it's not like they went out and like picked the five best guys and put them on a team. They drafted almost all of those guys, if not all of them, except for KD. Except for KD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Golden that,
2: State. That, hate. that nucleus of the Clay, State Steph and awful. Durant, or Clay, Steph, and Draymond, is phenomenal. That's their draft. That is a sensational draft. Ridiculous. Oh, man, I. Uh, it's regardless. Let's go get fun. some mozzarella sticks, bud. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait for this season. I'm already excited. Um, I mean, I don't know if anybody was not listening at the beginning. I'm wearing my Lakers shorts. So bad, dude. Those are just
1: disgusting. Like <laughs> like eight dollar <laughs> champs right, Lakers shorts. Dude, these
2: are the actual game shorts. No, from like six years ago. Worn by Slava Medvedenko. These were the Meta World Peace game shorts. He's Ron Artest to me. Yeah, me too. Always be Ron Artest. Me too. Um. Yeah, CP three. But, but the, here's another whole subtext, and we'll get to this next week with Paul George saying, "I want to play with Russell Westbrook over LeBron James," which nobody's even talking about yet because there's so much to talk about. CP three. Why did he? Why was he so quick to resign with Houston? Why didn't he come to the Lakers? He was going to be a Laker a few years ago, and David Stern put the kibosh on that. Why isn't Chris Paul saying, "Yeah, I'm. LeBron's one of my best friends. I'm going to go play with him back in L.A." That's there's so many like untapped stories Chris of all the ripples with all this stuff. I love it. I think it's so great. I'm shocked. Uh, Now the more I think about it, the more shocked I am not about Houston giving him a max deal. That's ridiculous. But him not coming to L.A., coming back to the Lakers. Also as an F.U. to the Clippers. The poor Clippers. Poor Clippers. Now DeAndre signed a one-year deal in Dallas.
1: DeAndre's garbage.
2: Dude, he was all they had. He'll be out of the league in like four years. He was all they had. They just traded. Austin Rivers is gone, too. Who'd they get for Austin Rivers? That was a good deal. Marcin Gortat. Gortat at uh, Washington. That's a good deal. Austin Rivers is going to back up that train wreck in Washington. But they'll probably get like a three seed in the East. <laughs> the West is so much better. It's right. crazy. Tracy Reduzzi just put up a picture of Scrapple for me. Are you kidding me? What, on the uh, the message board? She just popped it up. And that's the good Scrapple. That's the Scrapple you always get me.
1: Habersat Scrapple. That's it. The best Scrapple in the game. Reduzzi. Miss you, kid. See, unlike mozzarella sticks, you can make bad Scrapple. How? No, there's okay. bad Scrapple out there.
2: I've never done that. Like, the actual bad scrapple. I've
1: spoiled you with the best scrapple. I've yeah. never brought you, like, shitty scrapple.
2: I mean, this scrapple is a huge brick, and it's two sixty nine. How much is, like, a cheap thing of scrapple?
1: It's not necessarily about the money. Mm-hmm. It's about the craftsmanship. Got it. You know, it's about taking pride in your work. The Habersad people, only the best. Best scrapple in the game. Let's get out of here. Let's go get something deep.
2: Anything else on your mind? Uh, Hope Solo. Total moron. Why, why is Hope Solo on? She your said mind? real quick. She said that soccer is becoming a white elitist sport. I think the reason why soccer is so popular all around the world is you don't need any money to play. You need a ball. It's a horrible That's it. take. That you need a ball. Does she watch the World Cup? It's very objective. It's not a lot of white people. It's very. I had this whole thing where, and obviously the LeBron thing is taking over, but it's very objective. Uh, soccer. If you're a good soccer player, you're going to go here, there. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Mexican, whatever. If you're a good soccer player, you're a good soccer player. Very objective. Otherwise, where did where did Jordan's kid ended up playing basketball? Southern Illinois or something? He didn't go to Carolina. Central Michael Jordan Florida, Jr. Central Florida. Central Florida, not a good basketball school. Marcus doesn't right. matter who you are. Jawan Howard's kid is playing. I don't know where he's playing in the next summer league right now. But come on, it, it, it means nothing. If you're a good soccer player, you're a good soccer player. That's why it's such a global sport. All you need is a ball. You don't need pads. You don't need clubs or sticks or rackets or helmets. You just need that. That's it. You need a ball. That's it.
1: Quick, quick uh, aside about the LeBron thing, real quick. Uh, some lucky high school basketball coach is about to get his kids. So there's a big winner out there. It's Sierra, br- maybe something. Sierra Canyon. That's, yeah. that's number one. But he's that's looking at saying. other schools. And more importantly, there's some guy with a daughter in seventh grade right now that might end up marrying LeBron James's kid. Like they're going to be in the same grade in the same school. That's winning the lottery.
2: Wow, you're taking this to another i mean
1: <laughs> think about it think about it dude if you i don't know that's if what I someone gotta,
2: said about me moving out to cali it was like that little girl jennifer Cornea, is gonna end up marrying the scavati uh, kid who li- just got li- off a
1: plane lives changed man there's a lot of lives a lot of trickle down effect here
2: we'll get to that uh i mean that we got a lot of stories before we get to the seventh grade girls <laughs> aspects of this whole thing Selling <laughs> you man so maybe by next week we'll be able to, to trickle that trickle down to that breaking breaking news here on mostly sports always Thank JD, I love it. I love it. Got to end, end with the good stuff. Thank you to everybody for listening. Do us a favor if you are still listening. Share this. Please, we want to get this out as much as possible. Thank you to everybody listening and who does it on uh, Apple iTunes or the podcast app. You want to take it down?
1: No, man, you're good. I did, I did all the heavy lifting last week.
2: Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. were awesome last week. I don't want to talk about that. You guys were awesome. Jake did good. Interview was fantastic. TBT going on. Check that out on TBT AFPN. started uh, a couple days ago. West is going to be, when, in two weeks? Yeah, yeah, two West weeks. Is in two weeks. So. First year, we don't have a team going. Too bad. Big bummer. Uh, $2 million, winner take all on ESPN. Watch it. It is exciting. I was
1: tired of losing by 50 on national television.
2: Yeah, Gonzaga and BC, yeah. and they got us. Thanks. Anyway, we're going to talk about the rules for the end. It's very interesting. You're going to break it down for us next week or on a little Instagram story. At some point this week, let us know what you want us to talk about. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you then.
0: Now that you found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNradio.com